0: Thank yeah.
1: Welcome back to the Diaries of the Wild Ones. Now, this episode was highly requested by you guys. It's me telling the story or the first story of when I bought a yacht with two mates and set sail for Indonesia. Now, one thing about this podcast is that, which I get blown away about, is that how much I get requested and how thankful people are when I get high or smoke a joint on mic. So for you guys, well, actually not for you, for me... (laughs) Thanks for allowing me to do it, to have a really good time with my friends. And so what I did is we smoked a joint and I sat down with one of my really good friends. Hi. And we had a great laugh and great story time session. So now it's for you guys to enjoy.
0: I get a lot of feedback on it so people just the stoners just love it
1: yeah oh fuck yeah well it's not even stoners I think anyone loves it because it's like I don't know because we're just like oh fuck it I don't
0: know yeah we're just having a good time yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. We're just yeah. allowing we're just ourselves to have a
1: good time oh yeah I, that's I, good coffee huh? yeah that's, oh thank you yeah well, I just convinced you to get high with me <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I must have wanted
0: mm. to, though. That's the problem.
1: Wait, do you know what's great about telling you this story? Mm. Is that you actually remember all this happening to me. Oh, really? Yeah, because I knew you when I bought the yacht. Yeah, but I don't remember this shit. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: are you talking about? I was like, That's your life, man. I'm not going to remember <laughs> your
1: life. Give me advice and not remembering the advice you, you hey. gave me. So oh, what are you talking about?
0: <laughs> no, I didn't do that. It's all your fault. Oh. Look at Bunny. Bunny's coming. Here she comes. Here she comes. We're Bunny. being good. We're oh, being good, Bunny. <laughs> we're, we drank coffees. Or we're drinking coffee. And we're cleaning the kitchen. Yeah, and we're going to clean the whole kitchen when we're done.
1: It's going to be spotless. Elvin, do you remember when I bought the boat? No. Yeah. See, she remembers. I remember that you bought a boat. But I
0: never heard the story. Oh, okay. Attached to the boat. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, but not much. So this is going to be an eye-opener for me.
1: Well, you might learn more about me through this. Possibly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's that, yeah, you know.
1: Well, I, okay, It's I met you. I met you in Elvian, being honest. Yeah. Staying at. That's Sumbawa, at, yeah, and Sambara, yeah. Tropi Tropical Surf Camp. Yeah, so I suppose it kind of starts there, because I was wow. when I met you, I was working in Tropics. the Nomad Surf Camp, like yeah. in West Sumbawa, right? Yeah, yeah. But before that, I was like just I'd live in Sambawa, and I bought a block of land there.
0: Oh, so you weren't even working while you were there most of the time?
1: Yeah, like I, I was there for years. Like oh. we would just go and hang there, and I just started working there because like all my mates worked there. And then Mm. someone left and then I got a job and I worked there for like four months. Yeah. And then just went back over the hill. But I ended up buying a block of land in front of yo-yos. And so when did I first wait? I was living in Bali in 2008 and then 2009. My mates that I was living over in Indo with, like... um, So James, James Malone and Jordan Fitzgerald, James and Jordan, were these two groms. Yeah. And... Scotty in Bali here, I mean, Scotty in, in Lennox here. Yeah. And I, he lived in Bali. Oh, ah, okay. His dad had an exporting company in Bali. So when I said, oh, I'm going to move to Indonesia, he's like, all right, I'll go over, over with you. I'll set you up and you can stay at my dad's house. Oh, and I'm like, cool. sick, because his dad wasn't living there and they had this like villa. And so I, so me and my ex girlfriend Kel, we went over there, moved over and started staying in Scotty's place. And then while we're over there, he had like family, friends. The youngest of his family friends, like James, like friends of his down in Coffs Harbour, like family friends were over and oh, they so were only they these, came and they were 17, like these two groms. Ah. It was like, and I was, I was a grom too, cause I was only, tw- I was 21, but they were three years younger than me. Yeah. So he introduced me to Jordan and James, these two 17 year olds that just literally moved to Bali. <laughs> they were so freaking wild. Like suddenly you can just drink and party and surf as much as you want and have motorbikes and like, we would get so freaking wild because there was like no rules.
0: Oh, uh, you know fuck. what I mean?
1: Like, fuck, we lived so wild in Indonesia when I look back at like being like a 21-year-old living there and the boys and then with the boys that were like 17. Oh, I was 20. Fuck, I don't know. But we're living in Senua. <laughs> I lived in Senua and then, and then in Canggu. Oh, in, oh wow, yeah. Canggu's then, nice. Yeah. I love Canggu. But so James and Jordan and a few of our other mates from Coffs Harbour, well, I actually wasn't mates with them then, all did this trip over to West Bar. They did a trip across Lombok on motorbikes and then it ended up in West Bar, and they found this place they really liked called, um, West Bar. <laughs> no, it was yeah, like everywhere, yeah. like yo-yos, like the waves, like yo-yos and super socks. It's in, yeah, a town called Maluk Anyway. But anyway, so they will convincing me to go and I never wanted to go. I was like, no, nah, I can't be fucked. Because I remember I went to Lombok once. And we just had this bad experience. Like, with dudes just trying to rob us and all this stuff. And I was like, fuck, I'm not going over there, man. I was like, I'm happy here. I'm safe. I'm just hanging in. You know, I was just living in Bali. And then he finally convinced me to go over. And so, because my girlfriend's like, no, nah, I'm not going, but you go. So then me and my mate Corey rode over to West Sumbawa and stayed there for the first time. I remember, we stayed there. And... James and Jordan weren't over there at the time, mm. but their mates were. Jai. <laughs> Jai and Tom Ronald. And so I go over, we ride our motorbikes over, over the night. It's like, man, to do it, like I remember when I first did this adventure, man, riding across these islands. Alright, like, and now it's just a common thing. I would have done that ride like Maybe 60 times in my life because I was living there. So, the ride from uh-huh. West Zimbabwe to Bali. So, it takes, it used to be two and a half hours and you'd leave at night. And so, I remember the boys telling me, you got to leave at night. They left me all these directions, right? They're like, leave at night because there's so much traffic on the road, but there's a whole heap of dogs. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, it's like, fuck, man. I'm... Do you have hell of your nose? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Nah. Okay. Well, I'm getting pe- pretty high, right? yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> Okay. See so, okay, so the plan was this is the directions. Two and a half hours leave from like Kuda, like mm-hmm. where you're staying in Bali. Ride right, to Padang Bai, Get on the overnight ferry that goes from Padang Bai in Indonesia, like with the um the port there, the big the big port, and then get the ferry. It's a five hour ferry, five and a half hour ferry to Lombok. And then from Lombok, head through Mataram and then across across um Over to Labuan, Lombok. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta
0: it's go over the, totally over the island. Huh? Yeah, completely
1: yeah. across the island. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then from there, um, you get a ferry across to Sumbawa. another two and a half hour ferry, and then you get to Sumbawa. Okay, so this is what it was. So the boys first gave me these directions, and I'm like, "Yes, yeah, sweet. So me and my mate took off. And <laughs> you're riding from... Okay, so you ride two and a half hours, get on this ferry. And how I used to always do it would get on the ferry, and I always had a poncho, and I'd go up on the deck... And I'd put my poncho out and then just put my board bag. Well, my board would still be strapped on my motorbike. And I'd put like the poncho or just something to lay on. Yeah. And then um, I'd sleep on oh, the so ferry. You took your, oh yeah. God. And then I you get gotta, to Lombok at about 3 your
0: a.m. You're taking your bike to the
1: ferry. Yeah. Awesome. You get to Lombok about 3 a.m., right? And then you've got to ride across Lombok. Yeah. But it's so funny because there's these couple of turns. You've got to like literally drive. You go like let out, out and drive past the airport airport towards Mat- Mataram and then as you come in there's like one church and then you see like there's a church and then you see like two roads in front of you and the second road's a bit wider and a bit more industrial looking and you know to always turn there because if you don't you end up going all the way around Mataram again, lost uh, but if you turn there and go to the end of that it hits this other main road and you can go left again and then go right and it's like the zigzag to get through to the main road that goes across the island yeah yeah and, man, so many times, okay, going across the island at night used to be so cold. No, man, I used to put my vest on. Like, I used to, we would go to op shops in Bali and buy, like, fucking, I remember, like, buying, like, jeans that didn't fit me. Like, would, no, like, well, I bought ones that were too small. I couldn't get them up, over, like, only above my knees. I couldn't get up around my butt. But all that they'll do, they'll, because wind protection, man, as you go over the mountains of Lombok, it gets so oh, fucking cold. And, dude. like, the funniest thing, is on the side of the road, there'll be no one around except for, like, the old like, um, someone going to the, um, to the mosque or something, like, yeah, a Muslim yeah. with, the, with the robe on. You might see them going to, to pray or whatever. But there's no one else other than wild dogs and garbage fires. Oh, for garbage some reason, they just burn fires. their garbage at night. Okay, so we'll wear as much as we could. Yeah. Like punch it like when we're riding along we'd go to like we'd go to the markets buy like old clothes whatever we can put extra layers of clothes on where every I'd wear everything that I'd have to do this ride right across the night. Right? And uh, if my ex-girlfriend, if my girlfriend was on behind me, yeah. She'd tap me if I didn't see dogs, like, as in, oh, cause like, fuck. if one you're going along, you're punching it, you're going like 80K to hundred. I used to sit on a hundred and then I backed it back to like 80 or like in between 60 and 80, just Because yeah, yeah. dogs, man. Like you'll be coming through village and like, it's like dark or like you're just on the, on the scooter and you'd be coming through village, man. And like, you'll see a dog in front of you oh, and it'll fuck. just like, it'll be on the side of the road. And then as soon as you get near it, it'll run it, you'll run in the front. Oh, like, no. man, you hit him so easy. Oh, they're skits. They're like kangaroos. I you ran know what over I mean?
0: a dog and Bali. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I hit this dog right, and the bike went down. Are you eating an
1: apple? Yeah, they're so good in
0: the market. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's only laughs> worst thing to eat no. on Mars. <laughs> You know what, stranger. I reckon it's like background noise. Mm. You know, like white noise? Yeah, but okay, don't tell me. People kind of like that they make some relax. If we make weird noises in the background, Yeah, they can listen to us, but then they can relax at the same time.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? D- you're not in the apple. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Wait, tell me about this donkey here.
0: Oh, Yeah. So I jumped up on my bike, right? And the bike was just like, I rode it almost like a surfboard because I had to just jump up really quick. Oh, yeah. And we just slid until we stopped. And I was like, fuck, that was so scary, though. Just, you know. Did you hurt the poor thing? It took off. Oh, it took off. I don't know. I don't know. By the time I come to a halt, you know, it's like, <laughs> my, you know, like...
1: The bike was ground. You know, <laughs> <laughs> one slowly. time I was coming back from Scar Reef in Western yeah. Australia, mm. and I was going through this village, and the rooster or a chicken, like I ran like a big one, but ran out under me and just exploded in a puff oh, of feathers under me. the bike. I just and I just remember just. Big puff of feathers. And like, thing is at Western Bar, like one of my mates, like local dude, he hit a cow in the middle of the night and it fucked him up. And he woke up, he woke up to machetes to his throat and he got taken to the ATM and he had to pay for the cow right but he was fucked up like his legs are swollen i remember he came there man his bike was all smashed it was like legs were all purple and blue and fat like completely swollen but also shaken and traumatized because he fucking yeah. had such a horrific motorbike accident running into a cow but then comes to with a machete to his throat and then pretty much kind of gets robbed or not robbed <laughs> but like taken to an atm and told it to pay you know what i mean yeah like, that's nice intense, intense man. man. it was intense. Ah. So when I hit this chicken and it exploded under me, I just took off. I was yeah. like... Yeah. <laughs> I'm not... you <I'm> <laughs> going to my throat. Right. You know,
0: that's... A, yeah. I mean, you got to do what you got to do, huh? You you know, right. Have, have, have a right. bite of your apple. Okay. Yeah, and one more. Oh, <laughs> ah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a bite of one now. <laughs> it's so good. Whoa. Aren't they good? Pink mm. ladies. No. They're just like... Oh, in your mouth?
1: Yeah. So we would ride across Zimbabwe mm. I mean ride right across Lombok And stop and get warm by the garbage fires Because you get so cold So you'd just be getting cold oh. Freezing, freezing, freezing Riding this motorbike just punching it And you've got to make the other ferry And you've got to get there before the sun starts coming up Oh fuck Because you'd get like the 10 o'clock We'd always aim for like the 9 or 10 o'clock ferry From Bali yeah. to Lombok So you'd arrive in, in Lombok at 2 to 3am Wow. And then do the ride from 3am to 6am because then you're trying to get the 6am ferry. Yeah. It goes from Lombok, Lombok to Sambar. Yeah,
0: across Lombok,
1: yeah. Yeah, and it's like car ferries, you know. And like you put it on and like you pay your money, man, and then you just go like, that's what I mean, I'll just go sleep on them. And then like, but the beautiful thing is you're going through Bali, it looks so nice and everything. It's just village, village, village. You go through Lombok, it's like big town and village, village, village. It's all this, you know, it's like it all looks kind of similar. Yeah, yeah. And then as soon as you get in that ferry, you're coming into West Zimbabwe, man, and it is like barren. And it's like crystal clear water and just like goats running around, like one little hut there. And you're like, where am I? Yeah. Yeah, I remember the first time I did that when I was living in Bali. And then I went across there and I was like, holy, I'm just on this island. Where am I? You know what I mean? Wow. Middle of nowhere, all these little islands around us, turquoise water. And then getting off (coughs) and riding through like, just like barren landscape oh, and following this nice. coastline that's beautiful and then you come to a little village but it's nothing like any village you saw in in lombok or bali and it's just like this barren like small little village like not different type of houses you know what i mean whole different yeah
0: they're more like they're more like real houses yeah like. yeah they're yeah. like
1: yeah like it's almost like houses we would like yeah, yeah. and just like but yeah. just like and you're cruising through and then you go barren landscape again and then you you know, and that, that goes for a couple of hours and you're seeing like just such a different world. Yeah. And then you hit Maluk and you got to go from Maluk to Serkong Kang to the Kang, like where we lived. Mm-hmm. And you got to go over this lush rainforest. Do you remember from Maluk? Do you remember coming to the surf camp? You just, it was like, it was like forest. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was out just out like lush. You, out to where we met and just you monkeys, guys. Yeah, and there's just, just yeah. monkeys on the road everywhere. And you're just like, wow, this place is magical. Yeah, that, was, that was special. Mm. Yeah. So I, I first got there and met up with, these two guys from Coffs Harbour that were two friends with the with the two little Groms. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny calling them little Groms because they're just my mates. <laughs> At the time, they were like seventeen. That was a wild girl, yeah. Ago, yeah. No, so anyway, I get there and I meet Jai for the first time. And I met him, I just remember, because I, I just remember I couldn't find him, and it was in this like little like hut, yeah. and there was, there was not really any place to stay for tourists at that time, it's not like it is now, it's kind of blown up for tourists, yeah. but it still isn't compared to anywhere else, but there's hotels and homestays, it was like, there was like a half built homestay, or you could stay in um this old brothel. Rantung. It was a brothel for the mine and then they made it into a homestay for service. Or you could stay in town for three bucks a night. You could stay at a little village's house and they'll give you breakfast and dinner. Wow. You know what I mean? It was so cheap. And so anyway, Jai's just like, come man, you can sleep sleep in my room with me or whatever. We'll put the hemicups, cups, hemi cup or whatever, you know. And so I get there and I just remember he wasn't in the room and I could hear him like yelling at the back. So I walk out the back, but he was on the shitter oh this is a giant. yeah and he's just yeah. sitting there on the shitter just like looking at me he's like oh what's going on man i look at him and i was like show us your push face <laughs> and then like at that moment the two of us just like fully became bros you know what i mean just became mates because it was like we just met each other on the same level like he's like shocking me yeah. by just walking out he's naked just having a shit and then i've like i just meet him by standing there being like like i just i'm like yeah i'll join him like give us like your push face <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> and from that moment we we're just mates, man. And so <laughs> And so I started That's hanging with these guys. So... so I remember I slept in the hammock mm. and Jai... no, Jay started sleeping in the hammock. I had the first night in the hammock. We slept on the balcony because they had they only had two beds and there was four of us. Yeah. So there was Jai and Tommy. And then Corey, that came rode over with me, and then me. And so John, and I were like. Oh, we'll sleep on the like. There was like just outside, yeah. and there was this English guy with us, um, Kieran, and he had elephantitis in one foot. Oh, and so what did it look? He, like? he had this one huge foot. Yet he surfed pretty good. It was just it was, and he was sleeping in a tent. Right, he had a tent. He had the front of the had bamboo, bamboo elephant titus. <laughs> he was surfing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah. He just had this one really big foot, it was like size like 16 or 18, and the other size was like size eight. Do you think it was really elephant titus,
0: or right. do you think he just was like a deformed guy with one huge foot and one normal foot?
1: Yeah, I don't know, that's what he said. He just said he had elephant titus. I don't know, it's a, yeah, fair enough. But he was a cool dude, but he was <gasps> like sleeping in a single man tent, like a nylon one. Was his foot hanging hanging like <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> But I just remember I would sleep on the balcony and this is like in this barren landscape. There's like, like you're looking on the, you're on the beach but there's like an island there. You're looking kind of like, around. it's like farmland and there's yeah. like cows just cruising around everywhere. And I remember we we're in this like little hut thing and then the boys are sleeping inside and then Jai and I are sleeping outside. He's just in the hammock and I put some cushions down. I remember that there was a whole heap of like fresh little puppies, Tango and Cash. And Tango oh. and Cash slept on Jai and I out on the balcony and then this Kieran guy slept in his single man tent in like the paddock in front of us but I remember these cows I remember like man waking up and there's like cows all walking around him like nearly stepping on him and I'm like this guy's going to get squashed by a cow well I need to shoot the cows off and the cows are like screwing up all the building site because where we're staying they're just building it it's called Santai bungalows and um, a mate of mine owns it. He's from WA. Yeah. And he, yeah, and <laughs> Papa John and his son Aaron, really good mates. But anyways, uh, anyway, so um, we, we're like, dude, you're going to get freaking squashed trying to sleep in this tent with all these cows around. Like, oh, ding dong, ding dong around. Plus, like, the, the locals, our mate Bull that was building the place was like, we need to get rid of these cows and try to put fences up because they're just wrecking our building, like, all the materials and shit. Yeah. And so we went and got BB guns. No, we went and got pellet guns, air rifle guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then our job was when they came. Oh, I think we had BB guns and air rifle. Yeah. And Our jobs were when they came, we would have them. to shoot, shoot yeah, <laughs> to them, run yeah. off. Wow. And I just remember, um, like shooting these cows in the butt because, like, waking up, and like, oh, they're all here, and like they're like oh, they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna stand on Kieran and shoot them on. But then they all just start running in a panic, and you're like, no, they're gonna be, it's gonna be a stampede on Kieran. Oh
0: fuck you're kidding
1: <laughs> remember the locals like bulls Like we need uh, you guys these are the ones that are here we need you to you know when you see the cows coming you gotta Kieran, shoot him. why didn't Kieran not do that
0: cause that's like dumb well, well that's where he was sleeping I don't know well, cause young, I mean, man, he's he's not a bright day, guy man Wait, huh. what, was he um, why was he doing that couldn't he just stay with you guys?
1: I don't know but i tell you man that was the best surf trip cuz we got fun waves. <laughs> oh really? we just got fun waves, just good crew that was like this maximum the maximum crowd way. would be would have been like six dudes and all your mates. Wow. It was just so fun that first trip. So anyway, that sparked it for me and I just then that was just where I was. I was like that's it Western Bar was for me, man. And I just hung there for years. And I just like that was became my base. Like wow. where I'll just like spend most of my time and I'll go hang in other places. i would go back to Australia for a bit, like do some tree lopping work or something and go back to, back to Indo, up. back to Western yeah. Bar. I was always everywhere I went, anywhere I went in the world, I was always back to Western Bar. I'd go to, go to, when we went to Korea, I'd go to Sri Lanka or whatever, always back to Western Bar. It wow. just became the spot. Wow. And so I loved it that much. I ended up buying a block of land there. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And, then, um, and then, yeah, and then obviously doing some work there. But, so the guys that I was hanging there with all the time, Jai and Jimmy and Jordo Fitzgerald. So now the two groups of crew have all met together, kind of oh. thing. Because the ones that told me to go over, yeah. my mates and, then and the guys I met over now. there. So oh. that crew, and then my mate Mitch. Would you have met Mitch? Mitch, we've yeah, 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 Mitch. Yeah. Mitch comes over with me originally too. Like I'm on like one of the first trips. So that becomes his place. So then it ends up, we all just become mates because we're all living in the jungle. We used to call it Jungle Fever Man because we'd spend like two months there and then have to do either visa runs or like we'd have to just go back to Bali for, for, um, for a party just, just, just yeah, to yeah, socialize, just to, just to see yeah, people, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I just remember what we would do. We'd always get drunk like when we we're in Western Bar, we'll just have random night. You've got to make your own fun. And we would just sit there and just drink after surfing all day and sit there and just drink and like listen to music and make up dances about for like when we're going to, when we do when make it to be- Bali. <laughs> we're going to get there. And so, oh man, we had these like full dances, like mid nightclub dance floors. The boys and I would just like full jump in, make a circle and just do this, Proper sick dance that we made up when we were real drunk.
0: Crazy. <laughs> like, oh. How cool then, is that?
1: Yeah, one time a mate flipped me in it. He picked me up and just, yeah, man, it was sick. It was very bad dance moves, but it was so choreographed <laughs> that everyone knew every move that it just bounced. It looks like so Similar hey, cool. Yeah, it looks sick. It look cool, frost, so cool. We'll, yeah, it we'll would do that. It'd get Jungle Fever, go back to Bali and have. And wait a minute, let me ask. Elvian, what do you
0: think of that story you just said? how him and his, bro- his him and his mates would make dances up in Sumbawa before they went back to Bali so they could do their dancing in the nightclubs
1: i could just imagine aaron out there in the jungle <laughs> making up the jungle dances look when aaron started talking today you know i always have such a strong memory of how rio and i met aaron we from the tourist perspective our boat from lombok pulls up at the dock at Sumbawa We get off and this young Australian lad comes and, you know, in his very Australian accent says, Hi, Ron. Hi, Catherine. You know, welcome to Sabawa. And I kind of looked at him and straight up thought... Okay, we're going to be mates with this guy. This is Rio, and I'm Elvian, and so he straight away kind of knew. Okay, the you know Byron Bay crew, it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> and that was it. I He's st- our buddy since then. I still, that was so much fun. I remember taking you guys surfing. I was taking everyone on the market, and I was like. Oh, I'll run and see if Rio wants to come. And I ran around to the pool and you're just like in these days. I still remember this with a frangipani swimming through the, the pool, smelling the frangipani just in such bliss. Oh, man. Wasn't it great? Yeah, that's where I met you guys. Yeah.
0: We, well, we were on a high right then. Huh? We, man. <laughs> we loved it. Yeah, it I loved
1: so it. I love living there. So we'd live. I'd live with this crew. It's a fucking epic place to be. Yeah. So we we would sit in the day and watch like surfing vids and stuff. We'd just surf all day. And when there wasn't surf, we'd just make up our own fun or just like start partying or watching surf vids. It's just anything went. It was just fun, fun, fun with your mates in the jungle and just surfing. And so we watched this surfing vid with Timmy Turner, this guy from California, mm. and he goes out on one of these islands in Indonesia up in Sumatra, gets dropped off it with goats and chickens, and him and his mates just live on the island and surf this crazy left. And we're like, Whoa. we've watched this, and we're, it just implanted this thing in us, and we're already living in Indonesia. We're like, there's freaking islands all around here. They've got to have waves. They've got to have waves. Let's go find a wave. Let's go find our own one and just pet camp up in it wow. so we all start getting keen right and so yeah. then the idea is born right so the idea is born between five of us Mitch, Giordo. oh so that's James, why you
0: guys did the boat, yeah
1: James and me um, so we're like we're gonna get so we start looking for islands right yeah. we're doing all this research asking old crew like all the crew around like Indo trying to find an island with a wave, right and then one day like we're like yeah we're gonna get dropped off trying to work out to get dropped off what animals we'll need where we can get them from and ship full logistics of it yeah and then one day one of the boys goes, oh, we'll get a little paddling kayak, like a fishing boat that we can take out. And so then we're like, yep. Yeah. So then we add that into the idea of like, where can we get a little fishing boat, a little paddle boat? Yeah. You know, so we start looking at that. Then one of the boys goes like, are we going to get that? Might as well get one with an engine or get like a bigger fishing boat. There's enough of us. We'll just get one. Because then, because the first fishing boat paddling was so when we're camping on the island, we can paddle out to the reef or the bat, or, and go spearing off it, go spear yeah. fishing. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: And yeah, then she the boys a like, proper boat. Yeah, yeah, nice.
1: And then I was like, well, why don't we just get one with a motor? Like another <laughs> a proper Indo fishing boat, like an Indo, like one that like, so then we can go from island to island. We're like, so we start looking it up, man. And it's like Good maybe idea. six or eight grand or 10 grand. and We can all go in and get some sick boat, right? <laughs> right? Wow. Yeah, like an Indo fishing boat. And then we're trying to work out how to get, get fuel and shit. Then at the time, we all like kind of, I remember Jimmy James, he went to Ely Beach and he was working, working on yachts. Yeah. And he ended up doing his yacht masters at the time. Oh, so this he, was the guy that was the skipper now. Yeah. He turns, he's, so he own. starts yeah. – so we're going on about this idea that's going on and, like, we're bouncing around ideas for, like, a year, you know, like literally a solid year. Meanwhile, a few people go their separate ways, as in, like, James goes back to – um, Oz, But like the group message is still going. Yeah. I think Jordan goes back to Oz and Mitch and Jai and I are in some bar and we're all still like frothing on it. Yeah. But Jimmy's overdoing his yacht masters, learning how to sail and like be, be a big, big wow. sail lord, right? So one day we're like looking at trying to get a boat with an engine. And then one day he just messages me and he, um, the boys in the group message, just like, boys, he's like, let's get a yacht and we can do anything and go anywhere. Wow. And me and all the boys, like straight up, wow. are like, you're kidding me and then we start like going like sailing like going getting dropped off an islands and like living on the one island he's like let's go to every island you know what i mean let's go surf it all let's go find it let's go find it all let's go find our own waves and let's go find all these famous waves you know what i mean all these hidden ones all these gems man years of watching surfing vids just like just suddenly like just like getting so excited just like whoa we can have our own surfing vid our own surfing adventure you know what i mean
0: yeah, fuck yeah. That's We just so wanted cool. to find
1: fun ways with our mates and just surfing. So then it just suddenly sparked this thing in the fight. We're all so keen. We're just frothing and like it's going around for like for just the idea and we're the group and we're buying a boat together and like we're looking at what ways we can go to. We're looking for boats to buy and everything. I remember when I met my ex-girlfriend, Lexi, in in Bali at a party. I remember I was with that group and we were all talking about it, and people were asking about us. It. So it's like word had got around that we were buying a, this boat, right? Ah, uh, okay. That's like why when I first got with Lexi, so when I first got with Lex, we were searching to buy a boat. And uh. we couldn't, it went on for about a year and we just didn't find the right boat. Where did so, you get this one? Well, I'll tell you. Oh, okay. So it just, um, so it goes on for like a year and we can't find the right boat to buy, right? And then it just kind of like fizzled out. I remember like, I think I went back to Canada with Lex and then we came to Australia. That's right. We came to Australia and I was living in my van while hanging out with you you quite a bit. And the idea just kind of fizzled out. And I had, because I had my land in Indonesia, I remember I had like 40 grand left in the bank or something. Yeah. And my house was going to cost me 27 to build. So I designed this house in West Zimbabwe with my mate, Anthony, that builds surf camps. He built macaronis and he built part of troppies and everything. Yeah. But Anthony designed me a house and like, we're well, organizing all the materials, everything we're going to build this house. And so I remember I was back. We are living in my van, uh, Lexi and I like driving around the East coast of Australia or like, and, um, and hanging out with you quite a bit. And the, this boat thing had kind of fizzled out because we looked for a boat for about a year. And then the last few months, it just kind of the idea just went. And I started ah. like focusing my energy on that I was going to build this house. And the next thing I get this phone call and Jai's just like, boys, I've found the perfect boat. It's on. He's ah. like, it's on. He's like, because James had already like Jimmy, Jimmy James, same thing. But like he had already flown to a couple of boats when we we're first looking for that year or gone and looked at a couple. I remember he came to the Gold Coast and we all went and looked at this one up at, um, at Marina Parade. Yeah. And it just wasn't the right boat. It just wasn't happening. And so it just kind of fizzled down. And then this one, Jimmy called me and he's just like, oh, this is the boat. He's like, I'm going flying and you just don't have to put in. I don't care. I'm just going and looking at it. I'm buying it with you or without you if it's good. And we're like, God. what? And so he flies over there. And so now the idea's suddenly back on and all the group messages going around. We're getting all excited. We're getting all excited. Next thing, Jimmy, go, he, he goes over there and has a look at it and he just calls us. He's like, this is the one. It's like oh, now or no, never, no. we're doing this or, or we're not. And he's just like, who's in, boys? And I remember I was sitting there because the idea kind of fizzled out. And now I was like in this like deep relationship with my ex-girlfriend, yeah. with Lexi, because now I'd been with her for like a year, even though she met me. She met me as like someone who was like, that was my ambition at the time. That's what I was trying to do. And she was even attracted to that idea. Yeah. Would she have gone with you? But no, a year later down the track. No, she wouldn't. <laughs> Don't you remember? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so a year down the track of the relationship, I get this message like, oh, boys, we found the boat. Are you in or are you are not? Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's do it. And so I remember Jai is just like, yeah, I'm in. Watch your bank details, transferring money right now. I'm like, fuck. And then Jordan's like, oh, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to do it, boys. I'll leave this out at this one. You guys have fun. And then Mitch, I'm doing I'm And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, Mitch, you've got to commit. You've got to commit. I remember like a week going off, like going at Mitch, trying to peer pressure him. and He's like, oh, no. Nah. And then he pulls out. And I'm like, fuck. And so now it's giant, Jimmy. And I'm sitting there going, shit, like, this is my dream. And I'm like, I know it's going to pissed my girlfriend off yeah like i just knew like well i didn't actually know it was going to piss her off at the time like i just didn't know how she was going to react because it was like it just had fizzled out and like were you expecting her to be pissed off <laughs> on. well i just because the idea had fizzled I, out I, so much I, it hadn't wait, been wait, spoken let, let me ask
0: you were you expecting her to be pissed
1: off i was always expecting her to be pissed <laughs> off at me
0: And there, therein lies the answer. Uh, <laughs> Isn't it crazy how you get stuck in situations yeah. like where you just, like, just in trouble? Like, but, I think we either thrive on it or yeah. I, I can't figure it out either. Yeah. I've done that a lot with women. <laughs> just like, I'm always in trouble. <laughs> Same. I love them. Awesome I kind of like being doghouse,
1: but because I, I love, I love banter and teasing. I just love it. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of like, I like annoying, but living on the edge of like you're pissing them off, but you're kind of being cute at the same time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like you're still like getting them to laugh, and they're like, "Fuck, I hate you, but you're annoying me, but you're kind of making me laugh." You know what I mean? I love playing in that. You know, like just teasing banter. It's yeah. like, what's the point of having a woman in your life if she can't do that? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still so scared, man. I'm so scared. Well, okay, Lexi uh, uh, in particular didn't want to piss her off. Yeah. Well, you never want to piss your girlfriend off, anyway. No. Nah. I get this message, like, all right, the boat. This is the perfect boat. Boom! It's down to the two boys. Am I going to sit here and not take this? This is my dream. And I just remember sitting there going, yeah. No, nah, that's not it. I'm doing it. I remember calling called my mom and she was so stoked. I'm doing it. Watch your bank details. Boom. We split the boat three ways. Bang. Right uh, there and then. Cool, he, was, cool. he was over in Langkawi. The boat was in Langkawi that he found in Malaysia. Yeah. He was over there looking at it. He's like, are do we doing it or not? Boom. And we did it. Transferred the money. Wow. We bought it off these. Oh, still right now. Do you see? I just like... St- so remember that feeling like holy yeah. shit that was amazing like just so, in like holy fuck it's happening yeah it's happening the right boat has just came out we've been dreaming of this i've been dreaming on of like a surf trip like this my whole life of being a kid watching surf vids. Yeah. you know what i mean i remember watching like Dave o. davidson and brendan marguson on a full drive trip in western australia yeah you know what i mean yeah. you're like how cool yeah and how then cool. watching like these indo surf tri- oki and indo and stuff when you're a kid and you're like wow like you just want to have these raw adventures I'm like, it's happening. And so I remember I tell my mom she's frothing. And I'm like, I remember I was going to work into telling my girlfriend. Yeah. I was like, but I got so excited. I told everyone else. And then oh, I'm like, <laughs> oh, because I'm like, I need to word this right. I need to have oh, the you time. you using it as practice. No. Yeah. I was like, I need to have the time to like sit down and like really talk with her about the decision that I just made that yeah. solely... It Was about me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So I was like, "All right, so yeah. this is me being fully honest about me getting in the doghouse at this one yeah, time." Yeah, yeah. And
0: so I went and I had another bite of my apple because it's <laughs> going brown. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so okay, go on. so I remember I go, I've told everyone with excitement. I'm like, "All right, I'm going to tell Lexi tonight." But I've literally just told the world everyone I know. Guess goes, well, we're doing it. But the boys are telling everyone. The whole We're all frothing. Yeah, yeah, So everyone's telling everyone. And I'm like, all right, tonight I'll, I'll, I'll sit Lex down. And I'll tell it. Driving along in the car and someone messages her. It was something like that, whereas like an external source let her know with it before I oh, told her. No. I We are driving from your house actually down here. And we ended up in the biggest argument. She was like, <laughs> I can't believe. I had to pull over, man. She was screwed. I was so scared. Oh, I got so much trouble. I got in so scares- much trouble. I got, so yeah. got in so much trouble.
0: Lexi's awesome, no, but no, I wouldn't no. want her to be pissed
1: off at me. <laughs> it wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, love so, her a bit. Be, so you know. we got this. So it's done. The deal's done. The money's in. Now the expedition begins. Right? Yeah. So it's like it's setting up, and like so we come back. All the transactions happen. It's an Australian built. Forty-six foot sloop, aluminium oh, oh, sloop, wow. an Adams forty-six, and it was made in Fremantle in Western Australia in nineteen eighty-seven. Wow! And then it had a refurbish, built from a racing yacht, like they refurbed it into like a a cruising yacht. A, a cruising yacht. Yeah. So in so they basically just rebuilt like a cabin in yeah at like the top of it, and that was done in two thousand and three or two thousand and eight. Can't remember, but anyway, it was called Beach House on the Moon. Uh, so we bought, we became the owners of Beach House on the Moon, this uh, boat that was like literally so seaworthy, such a yacht man. Wow. And that it had already done trips in Indonesia. It knew the waters. Like this boat wow. uh, it was just fucking. So anyway, it's getting ready this to head over. Like and so, boat, like, okay, man. so what we've got to do between us, we've got to like go over. It's on the hard stand in. Reback Island in Langkawi, right? Mm. I knew where Langkawi was. I'd never been there, never been a Reback Island. Oh, so but you now, guys got it in Indo? Yeah. It, no, in Malaysia. Oh, Malaysia. It was in Malaysia. Yeah. we will look at boats all around the world. And wherever one was, we're just going to go get it. Thing was, we didn't know how to sail, only Jimmy. We didn't know mm. shit about boats. Wow. We're just like, whatever Jimmy finds, it's good, and he reckons we can do it. Let's go do it. Cool. You know what I mean? Wherever it yeah, is, whatever. Absolutely. So he yeah. found this one on like, Yacht World, in Lankowee. so he flew over. I think because he was working on super yachts at the time, and he was near the joint, had a week off or something. Mm. He flew to Langkawi, and went and had a look at this boat. And that's the one we bought. So then it's like planning, okay, finding out the condition that it's in, everything about it, and like he, when he was there, he was writing a list of what needs to be done. Yeah, and so he's like, "All right, boys, like we're gonna it's gonna take us a few weeks. It's on the hard stand, hasn't been in the water for like five years. We've got to like work on it and get ready. So it'll probably take us about two weeks to." to a month right yeah and we're like all right, sweet so we we end up flying over there like all separately I remember like we're supposed to take like two Jimmy worked out he was like oh we can probably fit like two surfboards each or three surfboards each and I remember I took five or six (laughs) and I took five or six and Jimmy bought two (laughs) I was so pissed off but I remember, man, I left, I packed all my shit. There was all these parts and stuff that were working out what's better to get in Australia that we can't get in Malaysia. Yeah, Well, yeah. Jimmy's over Is like, yeah, bring this, bring that. So then we leave and go over there. Right, man, I literally, I fly into freaking Kuala Lumpur, get on another plane, fly to Langkawi. I'm on the way on this adventure to meet the boat that we just, I just Are spent you haven't all my savings on. Yeah. No, just photos. Ah. So... The boys meet me in um, Chenang. I remember they're in the dinghy. And I'm like, this is our dinghy. This is sick. You know, they, they meet me and pick me up and they take me out to this island. So, you land in Lankaui. And then you've got to head out to this island called Reback. Yeah. This Reback, um, and it's got a little marina and a like, resort on it. And the, oh, our boat wow. that we bought was in that marina on the hard stand. Oh. So, now suddenly, like, we just, the boys take me into the marina. I'm, like, I'm coming in on this island. Now, suddenly, I'm in Lankaui with my two mates because they got there like a week before me. And they, they're taking me in on the dinghy into this freaking opening in this island that has this marina, like going oh, in through like a wow. kind of real narrow, like kind of fjord And then it opens up into this bay. Yeah. Beautiful. And then our boat's in there, man. And I get to like get on it and I'm like, holy shit. And it's on the hard stand. And we're like, man, it was so fucking cool. And suddenly it was ours, you know, it was going to be our home. wow So suddenly we're like, yeah, so we start making it our home. But man, we had to, we had to work on this thing. And it was so hard. It was like renovating a house, but living in the house, you're renovating.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know
1: what I mean? And it was like hot and mosquitoes and like, we'll work. And so like we started, we had to redo the antifoul. Any part where any aluminium was exposed, we had to like grind it back. Yeah, resin it. Like put protector on it, do all the coats. And every coat would take like a day. So it would be constantly finding bits and fixing it, painting it, cleaning all the rigging. And we thought we worked out like, it'll probably take us a month and we'll just work on it yeah man it turns into like a couple of months easy it ends up like becoming so hard and like starts getting like frustrating and like because like we're there and we're trying to get on this adventure yet we just keep finding problems and we've got to fix it and we've got to Mm. do this and we've got to do that Mm. and it's turned into a bigger job than we originally thought oh yeah but then we realised something the reason why it was a bigger job than what we originally thought is because we are trying to do it all (laughs) oh yeah well like we would have to find where every part was I remember getting these windows it we had to replace the windows so we had to find an acrylic guy instead of just going to a boat builder I'm paying someone to do it we had to go like trying to find an acrylic guy you know um trying to find an acrylic guy go in take out old windows in get them cut get the see, like do it all man we had to do it all like it was sick like we renovated this whole boat had to like fucking repaint the thing re-rig, re-rig the thing like all change all the windows um I had to work on the engine, wow. had to like service it, filter all the, uh, filter all the um, fuel f- through like, but man, it was like we got to this, it was sick. The engine part was kind of like my, my job. I worked on the engine and serviced it, did all this stuff and then worked on the priming stuff. Everyone kind of had their like little bits. J- Jimmy mainly did the rigging, oh, cool. you know, and we all, it was actually sick. It was so rewarding wow but it that ca- sounds really yeah. cool it sounds like a lot of fun yeah and we got it to a point where we could put it in the water like the engine was done the anti was done the rest we could do in the water yeah and so man you should have seen it lexi had flown over to see me and we got her to film it from another dock and like we've got the um the crane coming and it picks up our boat right and takes it down to drop it in the water but we're on it right so now we're like just cruising through and what we did we got a bottle of rum and we got um, uh, we got the music on. We all put, we'll put sunnies on, slicked their hair back, put nice T-shirts on, like nice um, shirts. Yeah. And as it dropped us in the water, we had this music playing. We had this bottle of rum where we all swigged it. <laughs> We're all drinking it. It's like music because it's like our boat's going in the water. The pirates. Yeah, and then yeah. we had to start and then put it in our thing. It was so exciting. Wow. So scary, but you're suddenly on this big yacht and trying to like maneuver it through. Jimmy did so well. And wow. so... And then it just begins, Oh, what, what was so funny, so like you had Reback Island where we were and then you had Lenkawi and all the supplies we had to get was on Lenkawi. So mm. we would like plan trips to go to Lenkawi, get all the supplies, find out where it is, try to get as much done in a day, make phone calls and stuff and then come back to the island and then work for a few days. Yeah. You know what I mean? had to get our food supplies. We're also like doing all the cooking, just eating rice and like whatever we can. You know what I mean? Like We're we're cooking. Like we've got to cook. There's no restaurants or nothing there. We're on an island. Wow. We've got to get supplies and cook it all ourselves and everything. Did you get fish? Yeah. We've got everything. So we're pretty much like just working. We're pretty much just like working, living, renovating this boat on this little island. Yeah. And it turned into like, there was a couple of things we couldn't do. Like we had, because it was an aluminium um, boat. It had, it had a few earth leakages and you can't have any voltage going through the hull because it'll... Fucking... It'll
0: disintegrate it. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: So I'm trying to find all these earth leakages. So I'm pretty much rewiring the whole boat and testing everything. And then it was getting, it was getting too out of like my own depth of like electronics. Ah. And I was like, oh my God, I need help with this. It got so overwhelming. And then we heard that there's great and really cheap electricians, boat electricians in Thailand. Ah. So we're like, oh... We need, to, we need to go north because there was a few things that we couldn't get done around Malaysia and couldn't get parts for until we went like yeah, we fuck it. just And the whole thing going. the whole yeah. point of the trip was to buy this boat and then set off and sail to Indonesia and do the whole surf season down the coast of Indonesia. Yeah. So we're fixing it up and we're trying to make we're trying to make the, the season in Indonesia. So it kind yeah, of gets to the, it's the point it's taking pressure. us like two yeah. months and it yeah. starts getting pressured and we're like, well this stuff we can't do, we can't get it in Malaysia. so let's sail to Thailand. And then from Thailand we'll go to Indonesia. And then it's like, well then there's a good practice sailing anyway, because none yeah, any of us knew how to sail. Perfect. So we worked out all the electronic work, the rest of the electronic work we could get done. And we had called ahead and like booked it in. we like called ahead and like organized a few things. But the the actual parts, a lot of the parts of the boat, and all safety gear, like a lot of like rigging and like sail stuff is all cheaper in Thailand. Oh, yeah. So like we worked out what we'd need up there. And so we didn't have any safety gear, no EPIRB, no flares, no buoys, no um, life jackets, no wow. nothing. Wow. And we couldn't get any of that in Malaysia. And what we could get was too expensive. We're Like, oh, it's a third of the price in Thailand. Yeah. So we'll go out there and we'll spend. And I remember we we're going to spend like 500 bucks on safety gear. Or like, oh, we'll just go and get a few like cheap life jackets, just whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. so Was that good? We get, we get ready to do our first sail. Yeah. And so what we realize what we need to do, if we're going to go up to Thailand, we've got to first learn how to sail, like learn how to sail the boat around Langkawi. Yeah. Yeah, that makes right? sense. <laughs> and then, because <laughs> no, I'd never sail. Joe, I'd never sail. We didn't know shit. Oh. We're trying to like read books, trying to like, and Jimmy himself, at the time when I really think about it, he was new to being a captain himself. Oh, he was wow. new to running his own boat. He'd done it like quite a bit, but not, not to the extent that he has now. Yeah. So he would have suddenly been like so nervous himself, like taking into the open ocean with yeah. like two guys, like, you know what I mean? It was two greenhorns,
0: man. Yeah. yeah. So it
1: was on him, man. And like, so Jai and I didn't really see, see how much at the time pressure. like that would have been so much pressure on him. Yeah. So we're like, all right, we'll set off, do a few sails. And then if we're going to sail up to Thailand, let's make it, let's make it fun. So let's do a few islands on the way. But the problem is, is like once you're, you're clearing out of Langkawi, you're clearing out of Malaysia when you take the boat out, but then you've got to clear into Thailand into into and the next port's Phuket. Yeah. So we're like, we can at, stop at a few islands and have fun, but we just got to be careful because...
0: You're we, not registered. Yeah, we're not yeah, registered. Yeah.
1: So. so anyway, first sail, we take it around and we take it around the backside. I'm going to get the map up. We take it around the backside of Langkawi, man, and into like an inlet yeah. i remember the first sail the first time we sailed was like real easy it was like as soon as we took it out of the bay we took it around the corner it was just real nice winds oh, just yeah. perfect i think we ended up not even having much wind and we had to motor and oh, so wow. and it was kind of perfect because what uh jimmy did is he took us out and we're just kind of like learning how to pull up sails and how to like practice things because before that sitting on the boat was more like just miming jimmy would be like oh so when this happens we'll pull this rope you know So now we're like actually practicing to do it. And we go into this like inlet and there's all like mountains around us and islands around us in this huge inlet. And that's Uh, where we're going to camp. And that was on the North of Langkawi. And on the other side was Thailand. So you'd have all the Thailand uh, Thailand fishing boats coming down.
0: But yeah, so so they would
1: stay there too. Yeah. So that was our first, yeah, Palau Langoon around there in the North east of Lankawi, but so what we did so like first sail we sailed around and then but it was mainly motoring and learning the sails yeah. and then anyway a couple of days later so we're in camped in this spot on the other side just enjoying the boat again re- like used to living on it you know what i mean like we all had our beds you had a front v-berth up the front yeah. and then we had a couch and then two quarter berths down the back like little crawl-ins and Joy and I would sleep on the couch heaps together because heaps of times when we are renovating, the boat was just a mess. So Joy and I would just share a bed all the time. And then we ended up with our own individual bunks, man. It was sick. sick. It was actually so cool. <laughs> and then we had the sicko den because we had the one quarter berth that you really had to crawl into. Yeah. And that became the sicko den. That's where when any mates would come and stay, they'd stay in there.
0: Because they got sick in
1: there, no, it's just like a dark den. And being a boy lonely at sea, the only dark place you oh, go, no. so I was like, the What should they
0: do that <laughs> <laughs> with your mates in there? You're dancing close quarters, man. Oh my like, god, you're have the sicker, Dan. Uh, so well, you actually were, you all, instead of being sailors, you were seamen. <laughs>
1: Oh, fuck. Okay, okay, oh okay. My okay. So, God, anyway. this is getting sick,
0: man. No, so, so- is that true? You guys, <laughs> 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 was a biohazard. It was pretty funny because, anyway. like, we'd only
1: shit off the side. Like, you'd never use. it We had a toilet, we had a head, but we never used it. <laughs> like, you didn't need to. It was so like it's so funny. Like Arvo beer, wherever you're doing, your mates just hanging off the back and just like, oh, well, you're hanging out? <laughs> you're living on a freaking yacht, man. You can't yeah. ride shit. What are you you do? Yeah, but um, pretty cool. Okay, so like we're like, all right. So we do. These, okay, so the first proper sail, we get up and we're around the back of Landcay, and we've got to sail back to um to the marina. Yeah, but it's back the first day and there's yeah. wind. And there's coming out, and there's like two swells colliding out in the ocean, and we're oh, coming out of wow. this bay, and I can see all the whitewash, and I was like, oh fucking Jimmy's like, oh this is perfect. He, he starts getting excited. He's like, let's go. This is our perfect like time to learn. You know, it's going to be a bit rough and everything. And so, and I can see it ahead going. I'm shitting myself. It's gonna be we're really sailing rough. out of this bay, and I'm watching like fucking waves. I'm on this yacht. I don't know what shit is. I don't know what to do. Like I was really trying oh, to learn yachting, like God. sailing at the time, but like fuck, this, oh. it was hard, man. But also, like, I think my mind understands it a lot more now than what it did then. Yeah. You know? Well, you've like, been just on more to, boats. Yeah. <laughs> it's like- and I remember we're, like, coming down to this opening and we hit, just start getting so rough, just getting smashed around. And then we start hooking, man. We're sailing. We're hitting, like, 11 or 12 knots or something. Or like, oh, maybe not that far. Maybe 9 or 10. We're going fast anyway. Yeah. Like, we're going really fast and we're screaming. we're like, oh, my God, like... This was so much fun, and then. At the front, because we hadn't had the sea, we hadn't had the boat sailing yet. Oh, you So me. there was things we were learning that was happening and at the front we must have had a leakage or there was like a hatch that we hadn't closed oh, where no, the anchor chain goes water. in and it started taking on water through the anchor chain down into the bilge because it was a new boat and we we'll, like it was a, it was us first putting it into the ocean we're checking everything so like as we're sailing going down checking all the bilges to see if there's anything else we need to fix before we set off sailing across the ocean yeah. you know what i mean man it's serious you know you got to like you got to this boat like is going to little sink man it's scary not having much like i idea about sailing and getting a yacht and like like that's one thing you've really got to not be naive about is like we're trying to make sure this boat is the most seaworthy boat it can be with our limited experience you know what i mean so like we're checking the building this front the front bilge like up in the bow starts filling up with water i'm like fuck and jimmy's like oh we're gonna have to go um put the bilge pump on we put it on and the bilge pump's not working Oh, no. And I'm like, fuck, and Jimmy's like, oh, we're going to have to fix it. So I get, a, I get the multimeter, and I go down, and I check, and it's not getting power. And I'm, so now my head is down under the V-berth in the front, the front bed, under that in the build. You're
0: getting bounced down and there. And I'm getting
1: bounced around, oh, man, and I'm checking it's not getting power, so I've got to rewire it. And so I start rewiring this thing, right? And then I get it going, going. I'm like, yeah. Meanwhile, my first time sailing properly, my first time at sea, like you're on this, and I'm fucking underneath at the bow fixing something. Oh, so I go, like, I, I'm burping, like, there's no tomorrow. Next thing, I just start throwing up. I come out oh, the back. God. Now I'm no help at all. I'm just throwing up, thinking I'm going to die. The worst seasickness I've still ever been to this day. And oh. I'm like, help, what I don't want to do this. Take me back. Oh, the boys, no. like, now they're, now they're down a man and they're out in this, like, pretty wild weather. Uh, Oh, and they're running around me. they're like fuck it, I'm just and every so often when they'd get a chance I'd throw a um throw a bucket of water on me, and I was just oh, like, "Fuck, man, I felt fuck. so hopeless like when we got back after that, I felt like so like I let down the team. did
0: you turn around, yeah, <laughs> <'Cause> like, <laughs> but did you turn around and come back in? no." Oh, Are you guys kept thing. going? Yeah, we had to sail. You just didn't fucking even back. fucking stop. Nah, you
1: got to deal with it. I was just throwing up. I just lay I, I couldn't I was so helpless for like 3 or 4 hours. So, I did felt you get so back bad. to
0: your home that night? Mm.
1: Yeah, it was like a day sail to get back around. And you made it? Yeah. Fuck, Fuck man. It calmed down at the end. It was only that rough seas was only for about an hour, the first hour, but I had to fix that bilge pump and go down in it. So, just yeah, all that, that rocking and been everything.
0: Intense. Yeah. So I mean, it uh, yeah, going down below when it's really rocking like that, you get really sick. Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? yeah. <laughs> so Man, it was the worst seasick I've ever had. I, I had to uh we were going between uh the Big Island in Hawaii and and uh Maui and we got on a boat with our girlfriends, right? With this guy's boat. We didn't even know who the guy was, right? And anyway, we get going that night. And within an hour, you know, the guy's girlfriend and my girlfriend both are really sick. Right? <laughs> really sick. <laughs> and then the guy, the guy that owned the boat and his two kids into the night, they got really, really sick, right? And it was just like me and this guy, this other guy named Cam were the only ones that weren't sick, right? And all night long, these people are everybody's hanging over the side of the boat calling Ralph and Rita, you know, like
1: <laughs> 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 it's disgusting oh I hate, it's the worst feeling in the world it's not good yeah oh yeah. fuck i'm so scared of being seasick wait so all right so we get the boat back that yeah that and then and then we fix a few things that we needed to fix and then it was like all right we've got to get ready to go
0: fuck, I can't to believe thailand
1: pulled that off yeah, yeah cool. so we're like organized we're like oh we'll sail out to Koh, Koh Lipe, which is the first island in the south think Patea Beach in the south, the first island of the chain of like Thailand from Malaysia. Like out, so go out, the plan was to go there, sail up north to like PP Island, Island, um, go into Phuket, clear in, get our shit done and then head across the Malacca Strait to, to Aceh to Banda Aceh in Indonesia and then sail and then start oh, surfing cool, and cool. sail down the coast. Yeah, cool. Right and go out to the little islands. So we start working out this. So we'll go, all right, we're in Lankawi right now. But we're going to be heading Thailand and Indonesia. But in Indonesia, you can't take alcohol in. But we're in fucking Langkawi where it's duty-free alcohol. Duty-free alcohol in Langkawi because the prime minister or the president or the king or someone. He likes drinking. No, he's from there. So he made it a whole duty-free island. He's looking after his people, man. It's oh, so sick because Langkawi is a whole guy. duty-free island. Yeah. And it was sick there because it has one beach called um, Chenang. Yeah. Is it Chenang or Chennai? Chennai. Yeah, Chennai. Mm. Chenang. Fuck, what is it? The, word, the name Chennai is like, for me. <laughs> Chenang. It's Chenang. Yeah, There's Re back like there. It's Chenang. Man, because yeah. the island where we're fixing the boat on, where we bought it, yeah. was off Chenang Beach. And Chenang Beach was the party beach in Lenkawi. Uh, and our dinghy had freaking wheels on the back. It was a three and a half meter aluminium dinghy, but it had these big wheels that clicked down on the back so you could beach it and walk it up the beach. Oh, so, cool. man, me and two mates, and we're 25 years old, like long hair and shit, just be like cruising up to an island, like party islands, like parties going on on the beach with this dinghy, rock up, chuck the wheels down pick it up and wheel it up the beach to the party, drop it on the sand, and then like go into like some bamboo hut and like have beers and like drink and party the whole night, meet cool crew, like dance and like sick. And then like we'll get drunk and have to like um, get back to our boat. Oh, fuck, man. We Like, yeah, we're 25 on the trip of our lifetime. We would get so wild. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> so, oh, man, we'll as, as much as we're working on that boat, we'll still party in heaps too. Because we sit there you'd work all day, and then you're like, oh, I should you feel like a beer. Like, fuck yeah! And So you get in the dinghy. and It was like a thirty minute ride on the dinghy to the <laughs> to the, the channel. Prime. But you yeah. know, there was like going to be like cool crew and backpackers and people to talk to and people to have beers with, and like you know, you go have a fun time. It was a party. Yeah. yeah. So we we we're like, well, alcohol. It was eight bucks a carton, and it was ten bucks. It was like eight to ten bucks for a bottle of alcohol. So we're like, we need to get all our alcohol here, but you can't take alcohol into Indonesia. So we're yeah. like, we come up with this plan that we will go to um, fill all the bilges with beer and alcohol and hide it. And then what we'll do is we'll put out half a carton because no, no Aussies are going to come into Indonesia sailing without any beer. Yeah. So then we'll put half a carton out and be like, oh, sorry, and pay a bribe if we have to, just for a small amount. So they don't search the boat. Yeah, You're like, that'll fuck, work, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you. what other yotties were telling us what to do. That was you really know, smart. Other, man, it was funny because when we first got to Reback Island, there were other yotties there, like Aussies and stuff. There was like Surf Machine, these guys that had been sailing down to Sumatra for years, right? But they're all like secret. They wouldn't, uh, no one would give up their secrets, right? No one would talk to anything because everyone's got all these secret places and secret waves have been going to for years. So no yotties will tell you. Uh, so we're these like, new cool like, crew, and when we buy our boat, when we're going through it, there's all the sailing books, everything, and then we find the diary of the boat. Uh, and, it has, and it had been to Indo. And it, had done, it had done four years, four years I think, in Indonesia, and it had all the surf spots written down, all these secret ones. Uh, and we fucking studied this thing. It had all these secret surf spots, what they worked on. What, and, and then like we still were confused about a lot of them, like where they were and stuff, but we had read enough to know about them. Wow. So, we'd be out with these other yachts, out having a beer with someone, and then we'd be like, oh, yeah. So, what about this place? And someone would be like, who told you about that? And then, like, once you know, then they'll, yeah. then you're in the club with them. So, then they'll yeah. let you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Man, that thing was gold. Finding the, the book, oh. gave, it was the key to Indonesia, to waves in Indonesia we found on the boat, man. That wow. thing, like, it's still on there. And I, I often think about that, that book that it's like, I have to get that. Yeah, it would be old. worth
0: going back and getting the book. Yeah, could you do that?
1: Yes. Oh, bird's still there. So you make sure you get. Uh, that. Yeah. that
0: would be fucking epic.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. wait. So we we take our ding- dinghy into um, into the mainland. Like we 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 start getting ready for the maiden voyage. The maiden boy- voyage is going to Indonesia now. Stuff's yeah. cheaper. Everything to buy, food wise, and that. And we work out. We get as much as we can here. Whatever we can't get, we get in Thailand. Get the other stuff fixed, and then head off. Yeah. So we're going to the grocery store, man. We spent like 800 bucks on food and like long life goods and like yeah, depackaging everything and like getting rid of all the garbage. And then like, oh, cool. we go, man, we go to the alcohol store and we buy, is it 65 cartons of beer? Wow. And yeah, of souls, of skulls, skulls, skull for Hill of Death, <laughs> Skull. Yeah. We buy 60 something cartons and then 45 bottles of spirits. Or 46 bottles of spirits. And we fucking take it back to the boat. Now I've got this photo of in the dinghy. We stand there and we're tra- we can't. We had to do two trips to the alcohol loading the dinghy up and it's just like stinking under the oh, fuck. <laughs> it was so funny loading up so much alcohol onto the boat. Wow. Because we're anchored off the beach and we're like, we hide- we'd hire a car, like just this old shitbox and go-, go do all the grocery shopping. Yeah, yeah. And so we load this thing up and like, all right, let's head up to Thailand. Get the supplies done. Sweet, let's go. So we're like, all right, well, we have got to sail out to Kolipe, And then from there, we can sail up. Yeah. And if we have time, we'll stop in, in PP Island. So we're like, yeah, so our first sail, man. Leave early morning. We plan to be there. I think it was an, was it an overnight package or just one day. I think it was just one day. Yeah. A full day of sailing to get from Lankaui out to Co-Lipe, right? Yeah. And I remember we, that's the first proper voyage of leaving home base once we're leaving we're gone yeah yeah and it's was so scary because we still didn't know how to sail this thing man <laughs> it was literally just like heading off and learning how to sail <laughs> so like we head off towards like colipe we're learning as much as we can jimmy's jimmy's at the helm he's he's teaching us and we We rock up into, I remember the first island, the feeling of rocking up, like being at sea, not seeing any land or seeing islands in the distance or other boats and then seeing the island that you're coming for and then lining it up and coming into it and then like coming in and finding an anchorage and looking at this beautiful like little island in, in Thailand and like, man, we come to this like, little like backpackers island but it was off season so there was like hardly anyone there but there's still a few random backpackers and like oh. we just went and hiked over this island and like just checked it out and got beers and we ended up like going out and getting drunk and like oh. <laughs> we went out and got, got drunk and thought it was a good idea this is the first night we got to co Co-Lipe, and we thought it was a good idea to go spearing at night oh f- <laughs> no it just like it was sick because we have this one waterproof torch a, a Dunlop torch that we found in Lankawi. Yeah. And so we're like, yeah, it's waterproof. So we like went out the first night and went spearing. Like it was, it was actually so cool, man. Like we're on this island, we just take our dinghy out that we can. We just anchor it up, like next to this cliff, and the boys jump in and just like, yeah. Did you get some fish? No. <laughs> no, I think we got some little ones yet. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so then the next plan is all right. So we're now waiting for our next window, weather window, to go up to to head towards Phuket. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so we get it. So I think how, how like far three is that going to I think it was going to take, maybe I think, 48 hours. Oh, okay. I think it was only going to be like a two-day sail. Or th- yeah, I think a two-day sail. So we're like, we head out up. So if you picture Sumatra and then Malaysia and then Thailand, it's like these land masses. And now we're off the islands off the west coast. Yeah, And we're going to go... Up to Thailand, so we're crossing the Sumatra. Like we're crossing the Malacca Strait, we're around the Malacca Strait kind of thing, oh, which wow. is in between Malaysia and Indonesia. Aren't there we're pirates in Indonesia. around there? Yeah, there's heaps of pirates.
0: That's what I thought.
1: Yeah, but that was a worried, whole nother be, thing because that? before we left, yeah, we bu- we're gonna buy a gun, and then yeah. we're like probably be silly to buy a gun because you would lose your mind at sea and probably bad if one of us have a gun <laughs> you know what i mean because like when you're at sea like shit shit gets weird man you know what i mean so it's like don't have a gun so we end up getting a fake gun we had a gun that was fake man it looked real it was sick it fully Whoa. looked like you're packing <laughs> Whoa. and then we had this other plan that if pirates because we had all our spear guns and because we had like perspex windows we had this plan that we could lock ourselves in the boat if we get boarded by pirates. And then we all, we climb down because the boat's aluminium at the quarter burst at the back and the re- other top's fibreglass. We'll climb into the quarter burst because it's aluminium, be harder for them to shoot through. And we'll load our spear guns. And because it's like, um, because it's tinted windows, and but it was perspex, we'll like, we can, sh- hopefully they won't be able to see us and we can shoot them from the quarter burst ah. through the perspex into them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that yeah. was our plan if, yeah. when pirates came. Fuck. Fuck, it's yeah. scary. Well, you've got to have plans all that yeah, plan. like that. But, like, this is the reality it, yeah. of it. It's like, we're going sailing foreign countries, third world countries. Like, we're, we're, different. we're going to places that were, like, raw and rugged that don't even agree with that. Like, Arche. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's Sharia yeah, law there. It's, it's like, yeah. it's so easy to be offensive there, not meaning to, just by being you, by being a white male. Like
0: yeah i can understand that yeah
1: you know what i mean yeah. like you had to uh, yeah we're going into like really raw areas and very vulnerable because you're three guys at sea <laughs> people They're, she can happen and no one will ever know what happened that reminds me of it. the first time i
0: went to lombok right well yeah there was one place to stay Pondok Singigi. that was just yeah like one place. Yeah, yeah. that was it right so we get on the lombok and we're taking a uh, like a, a bus over to that place and uh the, the bus driver stops right And I get out of the bus, and I'm I'm wearing a pair of speedos, man. (laughs) And that's it. And it's a pair of thongs, right? And I'm that stupid that I thought that that was cool in Lombok, right? (laughs) In like 1978. (laughs) 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 It's extremely (laughs) offensive. There was like two little girls that were laughing their heads off at me, right? And I'm like, can't figure out what's going on, right? And this guy has a machete and he's digging it into the ground, right? Yeah. And this other so the bus driver says, "It's better you get back on the bus right now because we have to leave, right?" And yeah. he just basically got me out of there because the guy <laughs> was going like, to
1: take me down. <laughs> well, it, when I, I lived in West really Sabah, quick. you couldn't you couldn't go into the village without a shirt on, just even a singlet. Yeah, and like tourists come and. Man, I because I was a tour guide there, a surf guide. Like I'd tell tourists, like You'd anything to going into that, the village, yeah. you gotta, you've got to cover up. And it's so the response, so much was from the west, was, oh, it's like you know, it's two thousand eight. No, answer. it's like yeah, or like come on, they're gonna get with it. They're gonna be free. You know, oh, this is all cool. You know, like they need to get with the times. And you're like. No. no it's their culture like it's like, it's like home, where, yeah this is how they want it and yeah. they, they choose to live here and live like this it's not for us to tell them to do something different Completely. life's fine for them just let them be and we're here to enjoy how they live life not tell them how yeah how to live i'm
0: visiting my mate's house and he's he can tell me what to do if i want to be there
1: yeah yeah yeah. yeah that's just the way it is so it's like fuck oh okay so we get our weather window yeah to sail up north and I remember we leave Cotipi heading towards PP Island the party island <laughs> yeah yeah and so we, we're sailing north and I remember we realised yeah I realised that we realised our anchor light as we are sailing was around backwards oh. so I remember in the middle of the ocean we stopped just dropped the sails and I had to go up the anchor mast and get our light on top and flip it and re-bolt it back down but I couldn't just flip it. I had to rewire it because the wires wouldn't twist around. So, man, before we did like our first proper voyage now, like we've only done like one day trip yeah. out to an island. Now we're like doing a proper like passage. Oh, can you just... Aeroplane motor. Oh, yeah. i yeah, smashing it. Mm. Um, yeah, so I've got to go and flip this thing right. So again, I'm like a pendulum at the top of the mast, trying to flip this light before I main <laughs> voyage again. Oh. Oh, I get so sick up there, trying to rewire this thing. I'm up in the is the bosun's chair.
0: Yeah, that's a like lot that. Of, the boys yeah. like lift me
1: up. They rig me up and like lift me up the mast with the the headset, like with the yeah. So you're just suspended on like a swing chair, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, man, I'm like just sitting up there, like pendulating him, going, rocking with the swell uh, backwards and forth. Rewind it. It's the next thing. I'm so sick again.
0: And <laughs> you puked down onto so, the boat? Yeah. So we had. Did you out. puke down onto the boat?
1: No, no. I puked when I got down. Cause oh, I, like, fuck. I just got it done. I was like, get me down quick, quick, boys, quick, boys. And I was down burping, burping like, fuck. Fucking.
0: Because that would have been yeah. a disaster if you puked up in yeah. the top.
1: Oh, it would have been horrible. Yeah. So oh. we start sailing, right? And we're, we're sailing tours. We do overnight passage. Next day, we're sailing. And the end, by the end of the day, we're going to be in pee Going on, I remember it was early morning. It's early morning, and I'd just come off shift. So we'd just worked out, like, we'd learn, learn how to sail the boat. If anything happened, we'd just wake Jimmy up, and he would tell us. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like taking in turns like four hours each or whatever, or three hours each. And I just came off shift. And because we had all this electronic work, I was rewiring shit and then trying to get as much done as I could before we got to Thailand and yeah. just be cheaper yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Or just like, so I knew what was going on to tell the Sparky or whatever. And so I'm sitting there and I was rewiring something and Jimmy had just come on the helm He He was steering and I was just sitting there and, and I remember I looked up and there was like no, because there was no wind on my shift. It had gone so slow. Yeah. There was no wind. It was just a really calm, cruisy morning. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, fuck, man. I just remember I'm sitting there and I'm like wiring this thing. And I, I felt a raindrop. And I look up and I was like, huh, I might get some rain. You know, it was like, it started looking a little bit dark. Yeah. But nothing like anything crazy. Now, there's these me. weather events that we'd been told about that happen randomly down the Moluccas Strait. And they're called Sumatrans. Sumatran winds. And that's when the wind will suddenly pick up and it'll funnel in between Sumatra and Malaysia in the inlet between and it'll cause like a big funnel and you can have these like shots of like um, crazy storms that just kick up with huge winds, like fifty knot winds. Whoa. So we're sitting there and we've got like eight knot of wind or ten like we've got nothing. We're going slow. And you know just what I mean? Hit? And we're sitting there like fully, like not ready. Like, normally, like when when I'm sailing now, like when we're sailing, we see a storm coming. You're so prepared. You're like, you start, like, you tighten your rig up, you get ready. Get ready. You tie everything down, you just get storm ready. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You take a reef of the main, like, you get ready. But you guys didn't do that. No, we didn't do anything. We didn't (sighs) know it was, it didn't look like it was going to be a storm coming. We didn't know it was the Sumatra. And I've just looked up a couple of raindrops and I was like, oh, there's like a tiny bit of cloud. We're like, oh, we might get some rain. And it's like pretty much as soon as I said that, it was just boom. We get hit by a freight train of like a wall of wind. Like oh, literally just like this, boom. Fuck. Now the thing is, we're, this is our first sail, like our first proper sail. We haven't learned to do – we're learning to sail on this voyage. Yeah, We haven't done like man overboard drills. We haven't done safety drills. We haven't learned what to do in what scenario. We are, we're learning as we go. Like we haven't been – really learn what to do in storm situations or anything, right? And we're learning the boat. Whoa. This is the first, like, test for the boat. This you know, there's stu- crazy, heaps of stuff man. we haven't done. Yeah. And so, like, we're cruising along. It's all smooth sailing, like, literally smooth sailing. And then just next thing, boom, 50-knot winds. The boat goes on the side. Next thing, the whole boat gets lifted on its side. The main, like, Isn't touches water? the water. Oh, and the boat's just getting dragged so we're just getting hit with so much wind next thing jimmy's like screaming like wait like and like, they're like drop the main drop the main and so like next thing is like all hands on deck jai jumps up and we're on now suddenly when this crazy storm with wind and ra- rain and waves trying to get the main in and so we drop the main but it just blows straight out in the water oh and it's filling fuck. up with air and so like we're up on the top of the boat no no harnesses or nothing, no not strapped into anything, just trying to pull this freaking headsail I mean this mainsail Back up down. out of the water. Oh. And it's heavy, like it's it's dropped but it's out in the water.
0: Yeah. And fine. so
1: we're trying to pull it in against water. And then we, it takes ages, man, like all this strength. And like we're fighting to doing this. And it's scary because we're in this crazy storm. Meanwhile, the head sail's still going. Jimmy's back at the helm and he's sailing, trying to sail into the storm while we're trying to get the sail in. So we get it in. We end up getting it in. And then it still keeps flapping well, out. We was can't control smart it. smart that he did that. Yeah. So we, we start getting, um, we start getting like ropes. But what we've noticed when it first hit us. It hit us that hard and knocked us around, and then it was like shaking that much. It was started ripping up the main. It started ripping it up, man. The winds were that strong, and so we've dropped it. We're tying it in. Meanwhile, the bimini at the back's getting hit with so much wind. We're we're watching that just get ripped up, and we're like, "Holy fuck!" It's like the boat's falling apart around us, man. But man, this is a huge storm. Hits us like just a boom like that, and so. The main's getting ripped up. We're like, fuck, I don't know what to do. Like I'm t- now we're tying the main in. We're getting a rope and flipping it around. I'm getting knocked around. We're standing on the top of the boat, like, you know, up above the salon. Like, fuck, yeah. I don't even know what that area's called. I'm so bad. The roof mate. over the, slime. Yeah, the Yeah. Fucking <laughs> part, middle part of the boat. <laughs> I'm not. A, I don't consider the myself cabin. a yachty. On top I'm a, of the cabin. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're on there, and the thing is, the whole like boom is bouncing around too, and we're trying to tie it in. Mm. So we've got this huge boom bouncing around. We're trying to get the heads, the mainsail in. We're trying to tie it down. Then we get there, the bimini's ripping up, and Joy's like, "Get the head, head sail, sail in." So we're yeah. we're there trying to furl it in right. Oh, actually, this happened first. We first furled it in because the head, the main was out in the water and we're trying to furl it in. And, what and then we did, it opened up again. You no, know, we furled it as much as we could. Mm. And the furl of it, it was like we, it had so much wind in it when we were doing it up. The rope, it used the rope so much, so tight, put the rope so tight on the furler that we actually ran out of wraps. And so a good lesson after this is that we added wraps in there so that never happened again. But this uh, is the first time staying on this boat. We never knew. We'd never been had tried to furl that in under so much wind. And wow. so the main... The, I mean, the head sail is still sticking like two metres out and flapping around. So this is happening while our freaking um, main's gone down in the water. So now we're getting the main in, right, Fuck. and the 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 head's still flapping around, but the main's getting all ripped up. We get that tied down. Next thing, the bimini's getting... um getting it's ripped up. ...ripped up. Yeah. Next thing we look and the freaking... Um, head sail just starts ripping it's going and ripping up, ripping up. And but it's furled in, but there's like that, like one third or quarter of it oh, out, like two meters right. or two and a half meters out. So and it can that's, pull it. Yeah. yeah. And that's just shaking and flicking. And like you've got this wild sail man with a big heavy rope on the end flicking going crazy. And you've got to get past that and try to get a control of it. You know Fuck. what I mean? And so, like, because oh. we can't furl it in anymore and it's ripping up and it's just going into chaos. And Jimmy's going, get the fucking sail in, get that. Get that headsail. He's just trying to steer the boat into this huge storm. So now next thing, like, no life jackets, not strapped in or nothing. We get up to the front of this headsail. Yeah. And like I I remember it's flicking around, flicking around, and I'm going under the rope, and I remember it like hitting me in the back of the rope and like smashing me like whiplash. I'm like, fuck and we get up the front of it. And like, cause it kept filling with air. And then go on psycho then filling uh, with air and going, and going crazy and it's ripping up. And so we get up to him and we're looking like that's when we realized like that's why it was jammed. Yeah. Because there was no more rope left. So we're like, fuck. So we're like, Jimmy, drop the rope on it. So he drops the rope on it. So it just goes flying. So, you know, so we can actually get it. Yeah. And we grab this rope at the end of the head headsail, the two of us, and we're trying to pull it back in to f- – Keep furling it around to yeah, flip it yeah, around, yeah, yeah, yeah. like to circle it around the around right. the, the mast. And the, then you were just going to roll it, it off after yeah. that. Yeah. But it's flipping around full of wind and we grab it and we've got to pull it through the wind to get out, but we can't. And so we're pulling it all our strength, the two of us, on it. And then next thing, we just hear Jimmy yell out, wave. And oh, I remember, and we turn and we turn and there's this fucking huge wave about to hit the bow of the boat where we're standing. And we're like, fuck, and Joy and I are like shit. So now we let go of the rope and grab hold uh, hold of the head sail like oh, a, yeah, of the yeah. thing. And the two of us just grab hold and go and like hold on. Next thing just boom, we get lifted up in the water. Like smash through a wave, get lifted up in the water. Then the bow comes down and goes underwater. So now we've so gone thrown in the water? air. And then fucking we land and go underwater with the boat and then come up and we're like, fuck. Jimmy's like, get. Get the sail in, so we're like fuck, grab it again, grab it again. We're trying to get it around. We get it a bit closer this time to get around. I think, I think we get it all our might, and then next thing we fuck, and so we grab on again, and same thing, get thrown up in the air, man, and like it's so hard to hold on because you're getting thrown like fucking.
0: 10 yeah, meters impossible. in the air and then yeah. down 10 yeah. meters with
1: all this force and going underwater, the suction of it. And man, if you let go, you're out of you're sea. You're done. You're fucked, yeah. You know what I mean? You can't so let go. We're holding on for fucking dear life, proper yeah. like dear yeah, life, because yeah. we let go, we're done. So we lift up with the bow of this boat, come down again, come up, it's like, get the head in, get the sail in. So we grab this time all our strength. I remember Jai just going, fuck, like all his might. And we get it, and we get it around one loop and as soon as we get it around the wind takes it again just out of our hands but now it's like now we've got it one wrap so now we need to do about two or more but now it's not as strong because it doesn't have as much wind oh so now yeah it's getting yeah, a bit so easier but the next thing third time wave oh so we what? turn around and again we're like fuck so we grab on again lift up get thrown down into the water you got literally going underwater with the boat in this fucking huge one with your legs too yeah. Yeah. yeah I think have, so. I was like knees like and yeah, And Giant, yeah. I like holding. I remember like I'm clenching Giant, he's clenching me, and we're both so clenching can, the pile. That's pole. good because you can hold each other yeah. together too. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah it that's awesome. It was so ah. scared. Like because, man, it was so close to just being done. Yeah. So anyway, we get caught in this storm. So we again, we come up and we get the last furl and then another one and tie it off. Like, man, it was so strenuous. And then it was just like, fuck, tie off the bimini. Because so, now we're looking at the bimini that goes over the back of the cockpit. And it's getting all ripped, ripped up. So we have to get back there, trying to crawl through. This is a huge storm, up like rain and everything, and crazy. We in the boat's without on its side, just smashing around. Yeah, And we get back, tie the tie the bimini down. I don't know how. Like I wouldn't do that again without like. Oh, I just you wouldn't take those risks. Yeah, I wouldn't take anymore. those risks. Like, fuck. And um, I've got this photo of Jai steering the boat once we kind of get in control i remember we get down in the cockpit and we look and even though we had prepared the boat for say like we'd stowed everything away i remember looking through our boat from the cockpit and it was just one huge mess should have just gone everywhere and just like whoa look at that storm now head had been ripped up our main is ripped up and we're getting just pushed off next thing we're like looking at the gps jimmy's like i don't know where we are don't know where we are we've just gone pushed because we're just getting pushed, hit by 50 knot winds he's getting pushed sideways wow and like we end up seeing Jimmy's finds on the map this island and he's like let's head for this and he kind of worked out how fast we're getting pushed and where we're going to where we're going to end up so we started heading for this island man and we get to this island we're we, so we got pushed off island. i think i think the storm we got pushed out for 6 hours before we got to the island It was like six hours, like real rough. And as soon as we got out the back of the island, like we saw it coming, we had to aim for it. We had our engine fall on. I think we ended up by this stage maybe putting the head out a bit. And we're just getting pushed sideways. And we end up getting in around this island. And we get in there and there's like 40 fishing boats in there. And I just remember going like, how come no cunt told us about this? You know what I mean? It was like all the fishermen knew it was coming and came in and like to this safe haven. So we come into this safe haven, man. We have to hang on this island. I think it was like two and a half days waiting for the storm to go. So and this so, thing
0: lasted that yeah, long. Yeah, so
1: we're pretty deflated. Like we got pretty deflated by this because it was like our first sail, and like we just got so slammed by a storm, it was so scary. <laughs> well, if you kind of think every day's like that on the ocean, yeah. you'd be pretty deflated. Yeah, and like we ripped up our it's boat, like, we had now suddenly got uh, all this work to do, so uh, much more work. But what we had, the people we bought it off were sail makers and they left a um sewing machine on the boat and all this all this um, kevlar. So it was like we were going to use all that Kevlar to patch it and then trade the sewing machine hopefully to get it done because it's like a $3,000 sewing machine. Wow. So we end up um, spending this two and a half days by doing like man overboard drills and learning about like if you came off, like what to do. You know, like by someone falls off, like pointing at him like marking a spot on the GPS, pointing at them, like man overboard. You don't take your eyes off them. Someone else does. Man, the amount of times you practice this and you lose your object. It's so hard. Like if you, if you fall off a boat, see, it's got like a, like one, two, three percent chance of mate, like getting saved. Especially at night, man, you're on passengers. Because oh, you can't see, like even someone's got a you, light on their thing, you're bouncing around. Wouldn't you just have a knee perb on you? Yeah, if you're smart and had money. <laughs> 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 we had nothing man so we're doing all this it's funny so oh, we, we we got up to when we originally get get up to nuts, thailand man. we were gonna spend like 500 bucks on like safety gear we ended up spending three grand oh yeah, <laughs> so we just, yeah we got, ended up, instead of getting shitty life jackets we got the best ones instead yeah. of getting. Like, oh, oh yeah. yeah that was a good we, lesson yeah made a grab bag did you did you get epurbs yeah we got an perb but only like one for the boat i would
0: have one i would have wore one all <laughs> <whole> day long <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I nearly fell off in the so in the Malacca Strait on a shark. Okay. okay. Yeah. Fine. So we leave this and like, so now we've been at sea for our first proper sail. We're kind of getting deflated, but we're back on now sailing up into Thailand. Yeah. And we're like, nah, fuck it. We've got to do it, boys. We've got to do it. It was our opportunity. Yeah. We've got to stop in. We deserve it. Let's stop in at PP Island. I said you're going to go to PP. yeah. but We can't cool. not, yeah. And what? I've been to PP because we used to do our visa runs to to there sometimes from Indonesia. So mm. I've been there a few times and had some really fun parties. Mm. But imagine three dudes with their own yacht. <laughs> Rocking off To this party island I remember we got We got to this island Took our dinghy to the dock And like just went Straight to the bars (laughs) And I remember We went straight There was a place where you can buy weed And I remember we went down And bought weed first and then went straight to the bars, got high, got so stupidly drunk because it was our first big adventure. Yeah. You know what I mean? We'd been through this storm and everything. Now we'd finally made it. It was so like, we're so deflated. And then when we made that journey and actually made it, there was so like, you'd be inflated. Yeah, we yeah, were just pump so pumped So like, we're just fucking partying. We go on this bender for like two or three days <laughs> to the point where I remember Jimmy he starts getting all nervous <laughs> because he was the captain. He's like, we haven't cleared in. I remember we were being out and we have being so ridiculous. And he's like, boys, we better calm down. We better calm down. He's like this is this is fucking ridiculous, man. We're going to get arrested. And he's like we get arrested. Like we're not in this country yet. We haven't cleared in. Uh, you know what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was just like we just we're just getting Jimmy so sounds smart. Yeah. Is he smart? Yeah. Yeah. So we we head back. We meet this as we're leaving. I remember as we're leaving, we're getting some food. we mm-hmm. We're getting some food, ordering some food, and there was this girl there named Steph. And she was like, Oh, where are you guys going? Thought we were on the ferry going back to Phuket. And we're like, No, we're going to Phuket, but we're sailing. And she's like, What? Our, yeah, we're on our boat. And she's like, Oh. Can oh, I come? come? yeah. And we're like, yeah. fuck yeah. So suddenly we've got our first guest, this backpacker girl. It's just like it's just like, Hey, can I like That's can I come cool. for a cruise with you guys? So we're like, Yeah. So we're like, all right, well, we're heading out. We plan to like we're not gonna make it back to Phuket today. So we're gonna stop and camp somewhere. Yeah. So we set sail for Maya Bay where they filmed the beach.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a nice place. Yeah, so now – and
1: on the way there, we stop at these cliffs and anchor off and swim up to these random islands and climb up the cliffs (sighs) and we start jumping off them. Man, huge cliffs. I remember Jai being so scared because now we're just setting sail. Now we're free. Now we're on the adventure, man. Yeah. We're pulling up wherever. We're going around. We're diving. We're spearfishing. We're freaking – Man, yeah, like we're on a fucking good. You're, you're adventure. You're we're gone. drinking beers in the night on sunset. Like we're sitting down on the boat. We're getting towed behind the boat. What we used to do on big passages, we had like this freezer inside the fridge, and it was like what it was was an esky with an yeah. esky lid with a um, element in it. And we used to get the esky lid; it had a hole on it, so we used to get this esky lid and tie a rope through and put a bowline on it, tie a knot, and jump it jump off the back of the boat when we we're out at sea, like doing big passages uh, on nice days, and angle it down. And it'd be like crystal clear water, man. Like you're in like thousands of meters of water Uh, and you dive down uh, and you go to the pretty much not the length of the rope because you're on an angle, but you can get like 10 meters under the boat and you're looking up at the boat, like cruising along. uh, Just because of of the way
0: you're holding the actual ski lift. It
1: ends up getting scary because you're looking down at the depths of the ocean and you're like this this giant... the lure. Lure. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, yes. And you're looking down like waiting for something to come. But then like it's fun to do. Like could you do it for a swim, man, you know, you got to get... So that'd oh, epic, it's would be epic, man. Yeah. That'd be so cool. But anyway, so we the game starts and so we're getting comfortable with the boat. We're learning how to sail it, man. We're getting more comfortable and we... We cruised into this afternoon right on beer time. After we've been cliff jumping, sailing, after we've left PP Island, we've gone to a couple of different islands, you know, normally where they take tourists and everything. And we've gone yeah. with our own boat, yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah, we're going and like cool. pulling up at random spots where they normally don't take it. They'll climb cliffs and like do all this cliff jumping. As we're sailing along, we're just watching cliffs and we're like, oh, maybe we can jump off that one. And then we'll just oh, just go for it, man. What we used to do when we'd check and surf or anything, we'd always have the dinghy be towing it on short passages and launch the dinghy.
0: Ah, so like perfect. when we would see
1: shit, we'd launch it out. Someone would go out in the dinghy with the two way and tell you what it's like and tell you what it's like. And that's how we found heaps of waves. Cause we would be following the coast oh. when we're sailing down Sumatra and we'll be like on the binoculars looking for gaps in the reef yeah. and like watching the back of the waves, how they break. And then like, if you start seeing stuff, then you launch the dinghy. Someone goes in and checks it out in the dinghy, goes and checks out the wave and then it comes back like, yeah, we're on or not on like that's oh. man because we're finding like we're on an adventure oh. to find waves. You know what I mean? So you would have been finding some good ways. Yeah, but I'll get to that. And like, yeah, so, yeah. so Thailand. So we sail in right on dusk on sunset into Maya Bay yeah, where they filmed the beach with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. And we come in there. There's no one in there. And we anchor. We're in this bay to ourselves, our own yacht. We're like, this is sick. So we anchor. And we're like, all right, boys, let's go to the beach have sunset beers and sunset we're in Maya Bay. was sailed here. So we get in the dinghy and we start going to the beach and there's this reef that you've got to cross first. So we start going like real slow, coming into the beach. Next thing we see, these people walk down the beach and we're looking and it's a whole heap of backpacker girls. And we're like, what the fuck? There's people in here. And we're like, where did they come from? And then we look and we're like, are they naked? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we're like... they're naked and we've got Steph with us there's four of us and we're cruising we're like oh how's all these naked chicks and so then we get to the beach and we pull up and all these naked girls there's like six of them run up and they're all drunk and they're naked Uh... going oh what are you guys doing on that we're like oh come for afternoon beers and like next thing they're like yeah we're partying partying with us and so now we're suddenly thinking oh we're in for a party like everyone's partying in these islands next thing these Thai guys run down screaming at us we've only just pulled our dinghy up and then these young guys come. What they had done, what these young people had done, they got some backpackers. They're like, "Oh, come party with us on the island. They put these, guys, these girls on the island by themselves, got them all naked and drunk. They're having a party with them. Next thing, these three Aussie dudes rock up. And they run down and like are talking to us. So they started getting all like kind of pissed off at us. Yeah, yeah. And this only like literally happened within thirty seconds. Like we rocked our boat up. These girls started talking to us. Next thing, these guys start running down, like screaming at us, "Get the fuck out of here! What are you doing in here? You're not allowed to be in here. This is for like my guests only. Like you know what I mean? Like you're not, you know, yeah, you're not welcome to our party. <laughs> like just oh, like we're God. like, whoa, we don't know. And they're like, is that your yacht? And we're like, yeah. And they're like. You're not, allowed to, you're not allowed to anchor in here. We're like, whoa, like it just got intense quick. These dudes up in wow. our face trying to like have a go, go with us. And we're like, shit, no, it's all right. It's all right. It's all cool. We'll leave. And like, how hey, about, I think, I don't think we gave them any money. We might have because a lot of places you had to pay. We we're pretty good at getting away with bribes. Yeah, yeah, because especially in Indonesia, we spoke a lot of Indonesian, especially the other two boys. Yeah, so we'd never had to pay what other people would pay, but like cigarette money or something. Oh, that's would cool. always go down well. Yeah, but yeah. not like that's not a cool. hundred bucks or something. It's yeah. just like five bucks or like three bucks, and they're stoked. But um, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, when you yeah, can speak a bit of lingo with them, you're a native people. So I know. think we um, we might have got out of that, but we convinced them to like we're like, oh yeah, we'll leave and we'll just leave early in the morning, or, or like we said, no, we'll go, but we just didn't. Yeah, until early morning. Like we'll just yeah, we'll just lift anchor early morning, man. So we got to camp in Maya Bay, lifted anchor real early in the morning, and set sail out of there for Phuket. And we got to Phuket, cleared in. That was sick as well. Going going into like immigration, but off a boat and having to clear your passports in, clear your boat in, and then getting into the marina. And so we had to go into the marina and straight up. We had all the, the Sparky organized. He got on. He fixed oh, our shit. We, cool. went to, we went to the freaking... Um, Sailmakers? We went to the Sailmakers, yeah. did a deal with them, got hooked up, got everything was sorted, everything was getting done for us. And we're like, sweet, we've just got to go party and, and buy our safety gear. Now we're in Phuket, man. We just rocked up in our own boat. So, this, so we, hired, we hired a tuk-tuk with big music thing for the night. Like oh, and had this a dude party. took us out all night No we're like We hired him Because we it was, had to go like an hour To get into main town Like to Bangalore or whatever oh, okay. So we just hired this dude To just take us Just on a pub crawl So now oh, we're in Fucking Thailand oh. man And we're like We want to go to the markets Eat heaps of sick food And go on this pub crawl man <laughs> <laughs> It was sick Three <laughs> guys you guys would, you're lucky you survived it. Oh you know? man, we got to get so many cool adventures. Even when we're working on the boat, yeah, the the two and a half months that we're working on it in Langkawi, we had to get our Indonesian visas. So we had to fly to the Indonesian embassy in Penang in Malaysia. Yeah. So we got to go on like an adventure too and fly down there and like stay in like Penang. And like they've got this night market in Penang. It's like the food hub of Asia. Oh, wow. Not Padang and Sumatra, Penang in Malaysia. Yeah, yeah. And there's this huge night market there that literally has everything, like Korean, Japanese, like Chinese, like um, Indian. Because like, you got got Kandar in Malaysia, which all the Indians. Because I think Malaysia is like 60% Indian, or at least Kuala Lumpur is, because they bought them all from yeah. India to build the train lines.
0: Is the place you're talking about on the outskirts of Kuala Lumpur? Nah, no, it's an
1: island in about the middle of the country. Oh, okay. It's a big trade island. Oh, wow. But, man, like, yeah, this hub and like... Yeah, big trade hub. Wow. But man, the culture there is insane. And in Nasi Kanda, just in Malaysia in general, in Nasi Kanda, the Ind- Indian Nasi Champur, like it's just so freaking good. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, so, so we hire this um, tuk-tuk. Mm-hmm. And we just go and just party for like three or four days. I remember we we made up this song like cause we were make, trying to make up songs about the adventure and it was like chari 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 chadi um paru. chari 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 chari, chari umba It's like like what are you searching for in Indonesian? Like searching for new ah. waves, like we're searching for new waves. And like we'd have this chant and we'd start making up all these songs in Indonesian of like. Cool. Well that, this is where the intro song of this podcast comes from.
0: Oh, is that, that you was, guys wrote that song? No, well, or that was made the that song.
1: It was the boys, the other two guys that are, that I had the boat with, and our other mate Gary wrote it. Ah, and they and wow. so that's the three of them performing it. You know what I mean? Just filmed on a GoPro. That's fucking epically good. Yeah. I love that song, man. Yeah. I fucking love it, and it just reminds me of those fun times. I wasn't even there when they recorded that song. I was spewing. <laughs> No, I wasn't because I I remember we were writing all these songs and then they recorded that one. I'm like, fuck, that was sick. It just turned out so good because Gary's a musician, man. As soon as he got involved, just boom, he just made some magic Uh, happen. It was sick. It's pretty good. I remember, yeah. Chutty, chutty, chutty. Yeah. So we party in Phuket, right, and then we get everything fixed. We're getting pretty confident now It's to cross the Molucca Strait. Ah, uh, so this is we get all a, our this supplies is a big up. Deal. We say goodbye to Steph, like because she, she came with us. She ended up spending like a week with us, and she left. Where was she from? Venezuela. Yeah, and um, we say goodbye to her. Boat's all done. It's all ready to go.
0: Yeah.
1: Now it's head for the for Banda Aceh, and we had heard through the yotties, through the yachting world, the ones in Malaysia, the old surf dogs like Surf Machine and and stuff, um, to clear through Sabang. Yeah. Which is an island off the north of Aceh, and there's an in- immigration there. And if you're clearing through there rather than Aceh, it's less likely you're going to have to come into troubles or get searched because Aceh is a bigger port, stricter rules. It's like really yeah. strong Sharia law. It's all Sharia law, that air. But we found out there's this island you can clear in, but it's a bit of a longer sail. Yeah. So, right, let's head for Sabang. So, now it's crossed the Molucca Strait, crossed one of the this really like busy fishing uh, – uh, Shipping, Shipping channel. channel, massive, and the heavy, heaviest pirate traffic in the world. Fuck. You know, Fuck. so we're oh man, we're set in sail, and we know what the sea can throw at us with those Sumatrans.
0: So, you're we know still can storms get hit out, with out with there. Now. Yeah, we've
1: got to cross the whole thing diagonally, straight from oh. Thailand across, dude. I've got a map here, check this.
0: So, yard. that's that whole thing is that's just the beginning of these heavy winds.
1: Fuck! This yeah, is across the Malacca Man. That is intense. Wait, see, check this out. So if you go off like where PP Island is, or like where, okay, see, there's Phuket up in that corner. Crossing yep. the Malacca Strait from there, oh, straight geez, across to Sabang. See that island off the top of Arche? Ah. You're going straight across that Malacca Strait, straight across the ocean, and so it takes five days. Takes four to five days. One time we did in three days, cause three and a half days because we got really good wind. But it took us so we set off for it, man. And it was the first time for me. That's man, like that. First time for me to not see land for days. Like on end to just be a dot in the middle of the ocean. Wow. And that that experience, like just that realization of being nothing, but being just being nothing to Mother Nature, that like um sublime moment. Yeah. That's where I had that, like by myself. It was like my shift. The boys were asleep. Early morning, probably three days in to the five days across. It was like nice sunny morning, and just watching like these, just the ocean, just nothing, and just wow. feeling like nothing, man. But it's so like cool. so powerful at the same time. Yeah, it was a, such a crazy adventure, man. It was so scary but exciting. But man, we we head off. I remember it was. I remember hitting the shipping channel, and it was my shift. And it was early morning, and I'm like watching this huge shipping container. Coming at us from age, ages away, and we've got to cross diagonally in front in of, front it. of but it. They go so fast, man. Those things go like 30, 40 knots. They're, they're fucking dude, chugging. They're hooking, yeah. And I'm thinking, like, how it goes. or this side, they've got to give way to me. I'm a smaller boat, blah, blah, blah. Or, well, I can't even remember how it works. So, but I'm sitting there, and then, like, I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh, like, don't want to wake Jimmy up. And it gets close to Jimmy's shift, maybe like 15 minutes early before he's woken up. I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to go wake him up, and I go wake him up. I'm like, dude, dude, this tank has been gaining on us so much i think we're going to cross past. like it's not diverting what do we do and he gets up and he like looks and he's like holy fuck and so we had to pull straight find its course and, and pull straight it, so yeah paralleled. and we called it up and we said yeah we're just going to pull like straight here and come up next to you like let you just come past or whatever they'll come and pass no matter what motoring man but i just remember being hit with a big swell yeah i just remember i just remember sitting in the middle of the ocean and like diverting our course straight and watching this thing gain on us and then just watching it come past. Middle of the ocean, nothing around for miles. Can't see land or nothing. Just seeing this huge tanker just come straight, this big wall of steel coming straight past you. And then you Uh, fucking, yeah. And then you're heading in, man. And then we set sail and just head in towards Sabang. And like every time you're sailing and doing the passages and overnight passages, man, it's like we would make our logbook. So it's like we would proper, not just do it on the GPS, we would map it. And so we'd do a logbook every every hour, I think, and every two hours we'd map it. Yeah, draw on the map so you like find where you are at the compass so and everything. Keep your, draw your, your line path, Yeah, you'd have your. So path. you'd always have it backed up from from the GPS. So it takes us five days to get into Sabung to clear in, man, and we arrive. I remember. Pulling into Indonesia, first seeing land, how exciting that was. I haven't seen land for four and a half days. Wow. Next thing you cruise it on, you're seeing land. You're like, oh my God, your first big passage. That first one was like pretty smooth sailing. If anything, it was like quiet. It was like pretty smooth seas, like that first crossing of the Malacca Strait. But man, like it's like to sail across the Malacca Strait. It's so fucking sick. Wow. You know what I mean? To go across that, that passage. And getting to Sabang, man, getting to Indonesia, like changing countries, like, like, going, like sailing from Malaysia to Thailand and Thailand across to Indonesia, man, was like yeah. so, and we're going on a surf trip to find waves. Uh. We clear and we finally make it to Indonesia. It's all happening. So we've got, oh, we've got to clear in. We come in, we call them up like um, Harbour Master. We're clearing in. And this is where we put the half a beer out half a case of beer because now we're freaking oh, going we're going to get know. searched what's going to happen yeah, 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 and yeah. like let's try and like and we had heard like bribes like how much they normally take yeah, and yeah. stuff and so like alright so let's just keep it simple and like so we get there and we have to go find the harbour master we have to go to this guy's house we have to go to the fucking immigration guy's house and go get them all like literally go to their houses then they come out on the boat these three guys come out all in uniform and they're like real excited they're like you're all being real serious on the land, we go find with at their houses. They get on their motorbikes. to come down and then we get in our dinghy and they're like heading out and they're like, yeah, we've got to go like inspect the boat, immigration and customs and do our yeah, passports yeah, and yeah. shit. Yeah. It <laughs> and it's like all serious, you know. We had to go find them. They're in their uniforms and we go out to the boat. They get on the boat. They don't look at anything. They just get on the boat and like looking around. And then they're like, oh, you guys got any beers? And we're like, oh, no, we don't. Like we, no, we... We know you're not allowed alcohol into Indonesia. You know it's all good. And they're like, oh, you, you got you got beers, 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 and we're like, oh, well, we've got a couple here. Like, like, yeah, just half a cup. And They're like, how much do you want? And he's like, he's like, the guys like, oh, give up, we want beer. So we're like, all right. So it's like this is like Banda Aceh with Sharia law where it's illegal, you know, and that's why we're hiding all the, all the alcohol. yeah, yeah totally yeah. in our bilges. And then this guy these the Immigration's guys come to on And all they up. do is they're like Oh we just wanted a couple of beers You know They're not gonna They didn't want to search about anything They just wanted two beers each oh, We gave them two beers each And then me. they saw the Coca-Cola So they gave them two Coca-Colas each And they were frothing oh, And then we paid like the minimum That you had to pay
0: How cool is this Like had
1: to pay like our fees or whatever Which was like nothing wow. And then we found out We found out other people going through Getting done for like three, four hundred bucks and shit And we're like Wow we just gave them two beers each And they were stoked <laughs> Wow, (laughs) three young dudes there, and they're like, it was weird because West Sabang is there's another island off to like the southwest of it. It's a huge island off off like the northwest coast of Banda Aceh, and it's the marijuana island. And we got told through everyone that that's the that's where all the weed comes from for up Malaysia and and down for Indonesia. It's all grown there, and like so heaps of guys are just shipping it in. And it's, like, all cool. Like, all the surfers are, like I say, and they all stop in there, buy their weed for the season, and then sail down. And we're, like, nah, there's no way we're doing that. That's skits. Like, you know, if you get done. Yeah, yeah. But it, there was, like, such a common thing. Everyone was doing it. To the point uh, when we were in the Banyak Islands, I traded um, this guy a leg rope for a bag of weed, and then we went and buried it on an island, and we would go to this island and smoke weed. Actually, here's a funny story for you. What do you ahead. mean
0: because people were afraid to smoke weed?
1: No, because even though all the other yachties that would do it we knew like it's death penalty in Indonesia and we'd lived in like Sumatra and that it doesn't have the same type of thing that like Bali does Bali it's it's an actual like um, business to set up a Westerner and make money off it because you know so it's like you're up for a lot of cash and a lot of problems if you get done in Bali. In Sumatra, not as much, but like they could still, you don't know how much, far they would want to take it. Yeah. You could lose everything. So it's like not really worth it. Yeah, totally So But everyone, for everyone else, it was like just a slap on the. like everyone's smoking. Every village we went to around Aceh, they smoke weed. Other people do? Yeah, but you weren't even allowed on the, on a motorbike with a, a female that's not your wife. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Like wow. you can't like drink. It's like illegal for everything. You can't be too close to a woman. It's like full shri is strict. Yeah, law. yeah, yeah. Law, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah and so but weed was like fine but here's a funny story we're in the banyak islands i'm just gonna fast forward ahead for a bit <laughs> we're in the banyak islands well, and i trade a leak oh you need a pee yeah i need a pee okay then i'll tell this one story and let's get out of here we'll save the rest of the okay oh dude i was sick of oh, a yeah, dump peeing. yeah it what was What's the that? sickest adventure this is only this is literally only the first part of it i'll end it with this story which is like halfway in into the trip wow <laughs> because we're talking about the weed and the okay, so we're in the Benyak Islands, yeah. And a boat there, a guy that we knew from up in Malaysia had sailed down and he stops in and just buys heaps of weed. <laughs> so he's there and they're all getting high on their boat every day. So I was like, so I trade a leg rope, yeah, for a bag of weed, right? And then Jai's like, yeah, let's not have it on the boat, man. Nah, not sweet with it, but Jimmy and I wanted to get high, so we're like, fuck it, all right, well, let's meet halfway, we'll go bury it on, on an island, yeah. So we went and buried this weed on an island. That lasted through two seasons, by the way. Whoa. So we went Yeah, so we went and buried this weed on this island, and um, and I remember we had organised to have a party because we had organised to meet, which is part of a whole bigger story, which is the most hilarious story of this whole trip, which would be a whole podcast. we yeah. sunk our dinghy.
0: Are you fucking yeah, serious? Yeah. But
1: we had organised to have a party with made all the yotties that we had met up in um, in Langkawi. And there was like four boats in Mosquito Bay in the Banyak Islands, right? <laughs> in where, um, where Gunther's and Lolock's is. And there's this little inside left-hander like across, across from Treasure Island and Lizard Island in Banyaks, man. It's sick. And we're like in this bay wow. and going to have a party with these other yachts And we got this bag of weed and we're like six. A jo- Jimmy and I take it to the beach and we go get high on the beach. And then we're like, come so on this party island. On the beach? No, no, it was on like someone's boat. Okay. So we're on our boat, anchored in this bay with three other boats around us. And we're going to go like in about like an hour and a half to like, you know, uh, have a party on one of these guys' boats. And so we're having afternoon beers and stuff and like having a snack. We've been surfing all day and we're, we're in this bay. And we get in the dinghy to go to the island where we've buried the weed. Yeah. And we go out and Jai and I sit on the island. I mean, Jimmy and I sit on the island and get fucking baked, smoking baked, this joint. Yeah. <laughs> And then we come out, we get in the dinghy, and we're cruising back to our boat. And we get to the to the boat, and I just climb on, he just climbs on. We don't do anything else, we just climb on, right? And then and the Jimmy, climbs, Jimmy climbs down, Jimmy climbs down, because now he's stoned, he wants to make something to eat, so he's getting out the peanut butter and the bread. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck and Jai comes up with a couple of beers puts the music on now we're dancing Jai and I are dancing have a couple of beers and we're just dancing around going nuts right and then Jimmy comes out of making a peanut butter sandwich he's down in the boat we're up in the cockpit you know he's down a couple of stairs inside the salon and he comes up and he's like and he's like yelling at us and pointing and we're like what dingy yeah and then we're like we're like we just keep dancing we're dancing and everything and then he comes back and he's like stoned but he's pointing like yelling we're like what and then he's like oh Goes back, gets his sandwich, comes out, turns the music off, and he's like, The fucking dinghy! <laughs> Points out the sea. And we've turned around, and us two, being fucking stoners, oh. have come back to the boat and not fucking, oh. and not tied our dinghy up.
0: Yeah, fuck. Right. And this me.
1: is, oh, this is just after the whole other crew the day before we sunk our dinghy in front of everyone. This is, which is a whole other podcast. It's so funny. What? But so, next thing, he's turned the music on. We're like, He's like, the fucking dinghy. Then all we can hear from the other yachts is them erupting in laughter going, amateurs, amateurs. So now I'm like, shit. So now I'm back. I have to grab a surfboard and I have to freaking jump off into the water and paddle out after this thing. Yeah. <laughs> I can have to see to get the dinghy. <laughs> <laughs> and there's so much happened on this trip, which, I, I'm gonna, which is all the next one. So I'm going to leave it at when, we, at when we sailed in to Indonesia and Sabang. <laughs> and we cleared in and then now the surf trip begins because now we're at the that's, top of Arche and now we've be... got to head down so we sailed so the next part two of the, of the yacht story will be sailing and surfing down Arche then wow. Similu then your Benyaks then Nias but just things that happen along the way it's so fucking ridiculous uh, did you get good waves? yeah uh, <laughs>
0: oh that's so, so good, good. That's it's so
1: good, so good. It was such amateurs man fuck alright let's All leave right. it at that and thanks let me tell you my yacht story that right it was now.
0: pretty epic I, I love listening to it <laughs> that was really cool oh <laughs> <laughs> ah, that was a great oh, I'm,
1: now I'm eating an apple again
0: yeah uh, oh, aren't they good
1: though love you guys <laughs> Wow, that was just such a fun afternoon with Rio, just telling that story and reliving all those memories. But there was one thing after telling it that I realised that even in that story that I just told you, there was so much more to it. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to do another two or three part episodes to tell um, to tell you guys about. Um, all the adventures that we went on. But if you guys have any questions, um, send them to me through Instagram or through my email, diaries of the wild ones at gmail.com or Aaron Shanks. And that way I can answer some of the questions that you guys have about us doing this adventure, or the, this trip that we did. But if not, I'm just going to keep keep going through these memories. But there's so much to it. Like, even everything that I just said, when I really go back and think about it, like, just. There could be like several episodes of each little part, like just our whole trip in Phuket with the yacht. That, that's a there's a whole episode in that because so much stuff happened. It was such a fun time, and I really recommend anyone to go out and like just do something like that. All right, guys, if you liked it, same again, like always, just share it, please. And yeah, I'll see you next time. Enjoy. <laughs>
0: I'm not Jari apa? cinta? Jari <laughs> yeah,
1: I do it like a double.